Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Another week of N4G Radio. This is it. Last episode of 2016. Episode 456 for December 19th, 2016. Last time I can say 2016. Oh, boy. Six days to Christmas. Six days. Are you ready? Yeah, ready as can be. Are you ready? Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun, John. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, with us on the show this week, you won't believe it. It's GambusCon. Uh, I got a Samsung. Ah, ha! Not here, but still keeps up. He's still relevant. <laughs> Also with us, hey, he just joined us. It's the Wombat. Hey, I tell you what, look at that timing. Yeah, <laughs> right in the right in the introductions. You couldn't miss this one. Last show, of 2016. I know. Ten year anniversary. What's up? What's up? Uh, we also have Drew. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we have John. What's up? Uh, Die Hard's Christmas movie. No, it isn't. That's what's up. That's what's up. And finally, we have Hell. Jay. Buongiorno. Which we have a tweeter that is that is really sent a lot of tweets for you this week. I saw that when I was going through them. For, for me or John? No, for you. Ooh. Yeah. Of course, excited. Of course, you should have not been here going by tradition because Drew had all the emails last week and he wasn't here. Oh, excuse me for being consistent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but anyway, video games, they're a thing. I'm going to talk to Jason, since he hasn't been here in like two months. Yes. Have you played any video games in this time? I know he has. Yes, I've played a couple. Okay. Um, I, um... I picked up uh, Transformers Devastation. Uh, did you get it from PS Plus free? No, I actually... Uh, wait, wait, wait. I, it was I, free and you bought it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, at least yeah. you didn't buy a dud, because that game's pretty good. It is pretty good. I mean, I, 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 I picked it up uh, physical, physical copy, so I don't know. And uh, I thought I think it's pretty awesome. I really like uh, I really like the look of the game, and um, it it is so 
harken back to the to the 80s animated series it I, I love I love how they were able to get the voice actors and and uh Everything. There's a boss fight late in that game that I just about lost my shit on. Really? It's pretty late in the game, uh, but you're fighting. Okay. You're fighting a couple of a uh, couple of big old combined robots. That's kind of awesome. That's nice. Yeah, that that kind of took me back a, a whole lot of years. <laughs> you know, the thing is, um, it's pretty crazy because. Optimus Prime, you know, he still sound he still sounds like you know how he did in the show um, or in the uh, recent movies. But it's like Megatron, you could definitely tell uh, the voice actor has definitely aged since then. I mean, because it's been like almost thirty years since the since the animated series, but it's, it still seems like Prime is just a, maybe a slightly more mature version. Well, than, uh, Welker stopped. Was. Welker stopped doing that voice for a very long time because it, it strained his vocal cords. Mm, yeah. So they, I mean, he, they, it's kind of crappy, but they have to pay him quite a bit of money to do that voice, which is why he wasn't in the first Transformers movie. Are we talking Megatron? Okay. Yeah, because if you remember, they got Hugo Weaving to do Megatron in the first. Yes. Oh, really? Was that Hugo? Yeah, that was Hugo Weaving doing the oh, voice wow. in the first Transformers. Because Welker charges so much because it. I mean, it's just it's a physical strain on him to do that voice. Right. right. Uh, Hugo Weaving was also in the second one. Was he? Did they, they, I thought they got Welker back for the third one. Yeah. I... Um. I. I actually recently watched both one and two. Uh. Last week. And yeah, Hugo Evans in the voice in both. But then I'm sure I heard something that Welker was going to be doing it in the last night. And so it's like, oh, they must have swapped out at some point. Yeah, which I, I totally get. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna hurt yourself, especially your well being, because that's what he does. He's a voice actor. Mm-hmm. You should probably charge a little bit more money. I get that. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, I think it's pretty awesome how, like, the transformation is incorporated into the combo fight mechanics. And it's it's so twitchy. It's like, it's, plot, you know, Platinum Games. Um, they, they excel at this type of game. And it's got uh, loot, which is weird. It is. Yeah, it is it, 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 that is pretty weird. <laughs> it took me a while but, to get uh, used to the fact that a Transformers game has loot. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's fun. It's fun. I haven't had much time to play it though. Uh, you know, working a lot of overtime at work lately. Good for um, the Christmas fund. Oh yeah. So yeah, no doubt there. Um, the other game I played um, as of late: Final Fantasy Fifteen. It's, it's uh-huh. Trader. Final yes, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy as a trainer, but um, uh, awesome game, really awesome. Uh, it, it's, it's weird because it's like for every for every two things that this game excels at, 
there's something that it just totally blows balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, please. Totally blows um, balls, man. It totally blows balls. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's it. I mean, it's 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 a great game overall. I I really I really love it, but it's like you're totally right about the the load times. Ugh. And it's just like okay, uh, yeah. Let me let me look at look at on Facebook for five minutes, and uh, the load times suck. Um, let's see here. Um, the uh, the day and night cycle when it comes to like quests. Um, yeah, it's very a very cumbersome system. To go back to what Jay was talking about in that poll of why nobody likes Ignis, it's because that fucker won't drive at night. That's why nobody likes Ignis. Yeah, Dude! You have to get a, like a light bulb in order to get him to drive at night. Yeah, thing. but in the beginning, it's like, I'm on my way to do a quest. Ignis is like, I think we should go back. Like, no, fuck you. Well, it, it does get dangerous at night. He's not lying. No, it but it, it only takes night. two seconds to run away from it. Yeah. Well, he does at least... Eventually, you drive enough, and he's fine driving at night. After yeah, a while, after you so. get to a certain level, he says, "Like, all right, I'm confident in your abilities. We can drive at night." Yeah, but, but you like, still get interrupted by spawns of enemies on the road. That's still like 15 hours into the game. Come on, man. Come on, Ignis. Yeah, crap like that, and also just literally 75 percent of the game, you kind of have to like self-discover. Oh like, yeah, that game, per- don't, that game don't take shit. <laughs> Yeah, like seventy five percent of how to play the game is self self discovery, and those those coins, man. I'm like, uh, I'm so glad that I uh, I kept kept up with the show, you know. Uh, uh, Jay, you're you're a lifesaver, dude. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, you read the description. Yeah, these fetch for some gill. You might get a couple dollars out of these. Okay, uh. <laughs> it's, that's bull crap. Well, when I when I uh, heard that, you know, they enhance spells and experience points output. Um, I was just like, okay, let's see how this goes. Okay, I, I, I go take a rest. Holy crap! I just leveled up like two and a half times. And it's like. I'm like, man, they don't tell you crap, you know, in the game. Um, and, and the very first thought I had was, okay, Square's up to their old tricks of, you know, putting the uh, best strategies in their uh, strategy guides that they'll, you know, try to sell for an additional $30 on top of game price. I mean, remember that crap in, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't remember if it was, like, in the last couple Final Fantasies, but I know in, like, Final Fantasy, like, uh, 10, I think it was, like, 9, 10, and, and uh, 12, they purposefully put a bunch of crap in the game that you would have to, like, like uh, you would have to absolutely know where to go, you have to go specifically here, or you had to do this very specific thing in order to get, like, the best gear in the game. 
you couldn't just discover it. You couldn't just, you know, come across it. You had to do this like crazy, you know, thing that, that you wouldn't be able to do it on accident. You would have to absolutely know to do it. And, and the only way you would know is if you bought the, the strategy guide. It, it, to me, it kind of felt like it, they were up to their old tricks. That's why you wait for like a month, and then you get, yeah. you get one of those internet wiki guides. It's like, what you need to know starting Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yep. Ten so how do you, you should do. Here's my question. How do you use those coins? You put them into the spells. So like when you're mixing your spells together... You mm-hmm. have, you can add items to it, and then you put the coins in the spells, and then when you're in a battle, you use those spells, and then it like boosts your your XP gain. Okay, uh, so it just doesn't doesn't even boost it; it just gives you a set amount. Yeah, you can yeah. level up the experience gate uh, gain to something like ninety nine, like level ninety nine. The more coins you slot in, the more you get. So at level ninety nine, at one cast of whatever spell, it doesn't matter what spell it is. It'll give you like 30,000 experience from casting once. And making that uh, thing, depending on how many coins you use and how leveled up it is, you also get multiple casts. So generally, you'll get about four or five casts at level 99. So that's like 120,000 experience. And then you go to the end that gives you double or triple the experience. And you're, you're looking at something like 360,000 experience <laughs> from that. So, from so just which, casting spells four times. Which coins do you uh-huh. use for that one? Uh, you can use debase coins or rare coins. Those are the most common ones. Yeah. So, uh, so when you're crafting, so like uh, you know, I, I, I've absorbed fire energy from a rock or whatever, and yeah. I go into the menu and I'm I'm making three fire attacks. You know what I mean? Right, right. I can use I can use the coins while I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's a the, where's, the, the, where's the even option? Well, at? the options at the bottom. You know how there's like three tiers: the lightning, the uh, ice, and fire. Yeah. The bottom okay. tier, you can put items in there, and it's not just coins. You can put anything in there. Mm-hmm. I see. I, I didn't even know you could do that. Why, why don't they fucking tell you this stuff? Because they don't tell you nothing. Because <laughs> it's Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's Final it's, Fantasy. No, yeah. if Final Fantasy told you more than that. This sounds like fucking like a From Software game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Final Fantasy is fifteen is the Dark Souls of Final Fantasy. Souls of Final Fantasy games, yeah. It might be. You know, even knowing that I needed to craft coins with my spells, it actually took me a few minutes to discover how to do it in the menu. Oh yeah, it took me a couple minutes to figure out how to change their clothes. Yeah. I have I have no idea how to change their clothes currently. It's in the gear menu, but you gotta you gotta scroll down to an option towards the bottom, and then you can change. And their clothes have different effects. Hmm. So, like, if you get different outfits, you'll get different stat boosts. The game never tells you that. Interesting, either, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not fine, though, is it? No, I mean, it's not. I'm I'm being facetious. A bit obviously. crazy. Yeah. It's a bit crazy. But still, hell of a game. Hell of a game, yeah, it's a good game. Hell of a game. It is. I got, after we spoke last week and you said, oh, you're going to lose your car shortly, um, I did get into chapter uh, four when you lose a car. And I was worried, but then obviously you pretty much get it straight away back. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's one chapter later, but still like you can't, if you stay in that chapter, you like won't do any side quests because I'm not fucking walking. No, no. Well, I've um, I, I followed once I've got to that point, and you uh, 
try not to spoil things, obviously, but you get to that point where the car is taken away from you. The next mission it kind of guides you towards is like after that you get your car back. So I was only without it for about an hour, but um, I'm now I've I've just done the second Athean and what happened? Um, well, I don't want to know what happened. Well, no, the, you kind of, yeah, I've just done the second Athean and amazingly I was able to summon in a normal battle. Yeah, which it's, I didn't think you could do. No, you can do it. It's just it's you don't get to pick when you do it. It's just the game's like, okay, you can do this now. It's it's also annoying that you have to hold on to L two to summon for about seven eight seven or eight seconds and not get hit for it to trigger. Why can't you just press L two and it triggers? It's yeah, when, when it first popped up, I'm like, am I supposed to hold it? <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not working. What? are doing wrong and it's like i'm sitting there you meant i think again you meant to hold it for maybe seven or eight seconds and then you'll get the animation start but it's like if you get hit during that time i, don't, I think you have to then start again and it's like i'm getting here i'm taking damage and i'm trying to do the summon because at that point the story denotes that you do it to you know it's your first summon so it tells you to do it and it's not working i'm thinking this is just really weird i mean yes you can accidentally hit l2 but eight seconds you only have to hold it down for a couple of seconds and let it trigger that's weird weird choice yeah they just it's because the summons are so powerful and they'll just probably end most of the yeah. battles you can get into yeah they, yeah, they, they want to make it harder for you to uh, start that's why you can't just well, use it whenever you I don't, want I don't care that they make it harder but fucking tell me yeah. <laughs> Explain it yeah. to me so I don't have to like stand there looking like a dumbass for five seconds. Like, why did this I was, work? I was wandering around thinking, am I in the wrong spot? Am I meant to move <laughs> over here? Am, am I meant to be crouching behind something to do it? Oh, it's not telling me. It's just saying L2 summon. But it doesn't tell you you've got to hold it down. It doesn't tell you that it's got to be for a certain amount of time and you can't be taking damage when you do it. It's like, it, it's just this backwards way of doing it. And if it's going to let you summon, let do the summon. Don't make it harder for me to do something that you want me to do. It, especially when it's just a button press. It's just weird. It's not the backwards way. It's the Dark Souls way. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead, Jason. What, what but still, else? I think it, it's a great game. It's a great game. Yeah, I, the positives of the game, of of course, are obviously the uh, the way the characters interact with each other. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the four main characters, you feel like you're among friends when you're playing the game, and also the world of the game is it was very cool. Uh, but, uh, and of course the graphics and music are amazing. Um, yeah, I guess they're not getting that pro patch out before the end of the year. Yeah. There's a pro, that, yeah, well, that, I think the pro patch works quite well. No, they're making another one that, that actually makes it better, but it's... Uh, okay, well, the frame rate wise. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to make it. I, I don't, I've never come across real Lenny Chuggy. I've had it on... HDR switched on with high level as opposed to light and I've not come across any kind of chuggy moments even when like doing a summon so it seems alright but I guess 
if your digital foundry you want it to be absolutely pixel perfect if your digital and, you know, foundry every time smack yourself upside the head <laughs> yeah, you uh, hate digital foundry Ken I, I just hate I, the, I just hate the stigma that it puts out and those guys mm-hmm. man Ugh. I mean they good at what they do oh, of course, it of is, course. it's fuel it's fuel for the fire and it, it, it is yeah. fuel for the fire but I, I appreciate that the data exists I, I think having the data is good to make objective decisions but it's because people obsess about the data and what it represents that it becomes a bit of a hindrance. It, it reminds me a lot of like top secret intel that if you told the general public, they would be in a panic. <laughs> it's it's the same kind of principle. It's like you guys don't need to know this, and it and it doesn't. It would not affect your game experience. Did you not know that? Oh my God, Tomb Raider had frame pacing issues. You would have never noticed if Digital Foundry hadn't made a video about it. Uh, frame well, pacing is is pretty noticeable if you're attuned to that kind of stuff. If uh, you're attuned to that kind of stuff, but let's be fair, that's about oh, I don't know point one percent of the population. Ah, uh, that's, that's that's an exaggeration, Ken. I think. Uh, and an exaggeration think... is that it would be fifty percent. I'm just saying that most people are not bothered by it. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, in my experience, as I say, but with uh, Final Fantasy, it's been uh, switching between light and high modes. I haven't noticed any substantial changes in the way the game performs. Um, I, I've always been one of those people that haven't really had the eye for telling between 30 and 60. Uh, maybe that's because I'm used to playing on consoles and predominantly they're, they're 30 in most cases. But uh, yeah, at the moment it's a hot topic because there are certain games that are not performing very well on the Pro when obviously that was one of the remits that Sony uh, allegedly gave developers um but it's not as if i've come across anything that's super bad i mean when you've got in a world where home front revolution exists which is piss poor on everything not anymore people got other things not anymore which is which is what's hilarious because and this goes back to my issue with digital foundry a lot of these games have gotten fixed digital foundry don't give two shits to go back and do that because you know what that ain't going to generate clicks no, actually, that's 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 not true. They actually went back to a couple of games as they get patched. A couple. They of went back big to like games. the Last of Us and like all the other stuff. Well, they went back to the Last of Us because it performed worse after the patch, right? No, it performed worse and it performs better now. And they did also with the Batman patch as well. Yeah, but that's because it performs worse. So he's got Ken's got a point on that one. They do generally only go back if the patch doesn't fix anything or makes things like for example with batman uh return um, arkham city was running at uncapped frame rate when they the new update came out this week it capped the frame rate on that game so as far as they're concerned it's worse so well, it, it, it's worse on it. the pro but it's better on the ps4 because you have a more consistent experience is what they said yeah it's, but I, I, don't it's, think, it's, I don't think it's it's a it's a malicious thing i think ken I, I understand where he's coming from i really do because i see the same kind of this you know like vicious attacks that people have on like game developers and all that jazz exaggerating problems where there isn't really that big of a one in the first place but i think i don't think digital foundry is, is like is out there just to generate hit. i think they're out there to provide information obviously they they want to get hits in general but i don't think they're biased in that particular area from what i've seen well now now it. they want not only want the hits they want the patreon money so it's i don't know i i, I yes i do you agree that Digital Foundry 
they do offer this service that not many people do, um, which is important to some people. Um, but I also think that the, the fuel that they give fanboys is, um, way too much and it is i think they can cause more harm than good in, in what they do um not to you know those guys know what they're doing and they've got the equipment to do that and some of the stuff that i watch there is very informative but i'm not a fanboy so um for those people it's like you know it's a reason to throw stones um especially with you know they've, they've got their their jobs cut uh cut out or work cut out for them at the moment because of the pro stuff so that's that's keeping bread on their table uh, you know, every day, three or four videos, Pro versus PS4, and 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 some of it can, I think, some of it can be a bit clickbait. But man, my opinion. Okay, Final Fantasy. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Final Fantasy, Jason. Hey, how's that going? Final Fantasy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to say about the game so far. Um, can't wait to play some more of it. No, whenever, whenever I. Whenever I get some time, man, uh, crazy uh, uh, overtime's been crazy. It seems like the only t- uh, <clears throat> it's like do I do I play a game or do I like lose sleep? You could sleep like, when you're a dead. zombie. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I could sleep when I die. Uh, of course, yeah. as, as you get older and you get wiser, you're like, if I don't sleep, I'm going to die sooner. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a dilemma right there. So, um, should probably get some sleep. Spe- speaking of sleep, man, uh, I haven't been on the show since my surgery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, when I went, when I had surgery, dude, I had the best sleep in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the medication-induced sleep. Yep, get that, yes. get that in there. I, I, I didn't even get to the point where they asked me to count backwards. I was just like, you know, <laughs> they were they were just prepping me up, and they were like, just talking. I was just looking around, and next thing I know, complete, complete darkness. And then I just wake up, and, and it's already like three hours later or something. And I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe this sleep is so slow, so deep. I, I, I couldn't even hardly wake up when when I woke up. I was just like, I, I was, I was in awe of how sleepy I was. It was Dude. crazy. That's like the weirdest feeling ever because it's different when you're knocked out and you immediately wake up and you don't realize time has passed. Like it doesn't matter like what happens. If I go to bed at night and when I wake up in the morning, I still feel like time has passed. But when you, when you're put to sleep like that during a procedure or something like that, it's like you lose time and it's almost like you're dead or something. It's weird. Yeah, it, it was. It was just like, I, I, I was just, I was actually kind of like, I was just so surprised how, how deep of a sleep it was. And it was so sudden too. I didn't even, I didn't even yawn or I, I didn't even have a sensation of being sleepy. Um, after they gave me the, the drugs, I was just like, I was just looking around just like, okay, okay. They're prepping me up. Okay. Okay. I'm gone. It just <laughs> It just instantly knocked me out. I was, uh, it was, it was, it was actually kind of cool waking up from it. And I'm just like, holy crap! I've never been so, so comfortable in my life. But then, of course, the following hours, <laughs> that, that comfort kind of turned into pain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what when anybody says. Like, Drugs are good. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> besides that, I, uh, I saw Star Wars. 
Nice. It's a beautiful movie. It, have you seen it, Ken? Yeah, we went and saw it last night. Dude, without without giving anything away, no spoilers. What do you think? It's beautiful. It's, it's I liked it better than Force Awakens. Felt more like a oh. Star Wars movie than Force Awakens to me. Oh my god, that that last half hour or so of that movie, I was, uh, dude, I was on the edge of my seat, man. I was like. You know, it's been years. It's been probably at least a decade or so before a movie has made me like this freaking like amped up watching it. I was just like, "Oh my god, this movie's incredible!" Yeah, uh, I, I'm not going. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to give give anything away. But if you like Star Wars, you know, at all, you got to see Rogue One. It is it is so awesome. The, the only, so the only, cool. the only thing that I have beef with is like I'm seeing a lot of these. I, I don't want to put a label on them, but <laughs> douchebags um, saying that this is the first Star Wars movie to feel like it was about a war. Did y'all miss fucking Attack of the Clones? Did you miss the, the, yeah. the third movie where they were like having battles down on the ground? I, I'm just kind of yeah. curious if you're picking and choosing what to remember because I have seen a lot. And fuck, it's called Star Wars. It was just one website that wrote an article about that, and then everybody just picked it up. It's so stupid because, like, if like Attack of the Clones, we talked about this for a show. That's a bad movie. Like, as a movie, it's a bad movie. Yeah. But the the scene at the end where they have the battle that feels like a war battle. Yeah. You know, and then the third movie, there's a lot of that. A lot yep. of that. So, yeah. No, this is not the first movie to feel like it's about a war. <laughs> yeah, and then you have the Clone Wars animated series, which is like an entire series that feels like wars. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like a, it's like a collection of that time. Yeah. Which is probably not canon at this point, or something. I don't fucking know. I can't it, keep up with it. It, it actually is. Yeah, the the, the Clone Wars <laughs> and, and the Rebel TV show are uh, they're they're both canon. They've killed yeah. so much of the canon. Yeah, I'm still mad that Dash sucks. Rindar is gone. Fuckers. Yeah, but <laughs> there is there is the possibility that sometime down the road they might resurrect him because. Um, and season three of Rebels, they're they're introducing um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, I heard about into, that. Into which show. Grand Admiral Thrawn is the best villain that that series had in a yeah. long time. If you've never read those books, they're beautiful. Yeah, they're not but canon. Yeah. No, they were officially <laughs> they were canon, and then when Disney bought it, they threw it out the window, and I was Correct. so yeah. pissed because it's such good story. <laughs> Smart move, smart move by Disney, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, I can understand why people would be annoyed because they had classed it as canon for, for, for so long. But, you know, when you're Disney, you spend that much money uh, acquiring the, the franchise and and that may inhibit your ability to tell stories going forward. I'm not surprised they did it. Yeah, yeah but like I said, so they, they are... They do bring back things from the uh, old canon from time to time, so you know who knows they they might br- they might bring back some old old characters, some old favorites. All right, before we move on to the next person, I have to find out because Jason hasn't been here in a while. Where do you stand on the Die Hard as a Christmas movie? 
argument? It is. It is Fucking a Christmas movie. See, thank you. Damn, right oh, bloody yeah. well is it? Yes, it is. Oh, I don't know how much oh, more you're going to need to get, John, to understand that you're wrong. John, John, uh, just, a, just a follow-up question. Is the Earth flat? <laughs> no. Could you answer that one for me? No, it's not? No. Okay, no, so you're, you're, okay, so you're not wrong about everything, I... I think about it. <laughs> no, not everything, but clearly, okay, obviously, right. this okay, one good. thing. Good, My good. personal opinion, Twitter is wrong. Okay. But, you know. All right. Uh, let's move on to Drew. Not much, to be honest with you. Not playing no video games? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I've only been playing. There's the beard. That isn't the beard, not me. Did Drew die? No, I was just waiting. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Someone has a muted. <laughs> Um, but no, it's, um, <laughs> it's not the bed. It is not the bed. Mike is way away from my face. Oh, this is cracking. This makes a great show. Go ahead. Yeah. Drew. It's, it's mostly just, um, uh, Danganronpa 2. Damn right you are. <laughs> That's I think Jason, Jason may have forgot. What That's, is that? I think Jason, he's, I don't know, eating his microphone. He's eating his he's microphone. Hungry. Is that good? Is it tasty? Is that me? I think so. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I I didn't think I was doing anything. Oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, your little icon's lighting up when that noise happens. I think that's you, but I, I'm not sure. I don't want to place blame or anything, but it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no i i have I have no idea how that would be. So. Right, well, Makes a change from it being me. So you didn't you didn't know Overwatch? What? I played a little bit of Overwatch, but I haven't played enough that to even really talk about. I mean, I played some just to get a few loot boxes. Oh, did you get any skins? Yeah, I got two. Oh. I, I got the Torb skin, and I got Sombra. Ooh, fan- uh, Sombra has a Christmas? Yeah, it's like a candy cane. Really? Like a pepper- peppermint color skin. Huh. Peppermint color, yeah. I haven't seen that one. I, I got the Winston immediately. and oh, Man, I want that. It's such, a, it's such a good one, like especially with the big is. skulls on the back. It's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really want the Lucio skin. I want but... the the Zen. That's the only thing I want. Is yes. the Zen. Gonna love my nuts, Ken. Come on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna transcend <laughs> oh, my nuts skin. all over are you. The, are those all legendaries or no? Yeah. The, well, the the Winston, the Zen, and the the Lucio one's epic. Lucky for you, Drew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm, I, I'll probably just end up buying them. But I did play a little bit of Overwatch. Tried out that maze snowball thing and i'm like yeah that was fun till i got that loot box and now i'm not gonna play it again that that mode stresses me out so bad yeah uh, it's it's like the the 3v3 mode where you only have one life and you know oh man when you it's, miss a shot in the may snowball fight it is the most stressful thing ever yeah oh the um the biggest thing for me is um Whenever all your teammates are dead and you're the last one, and <laughs> all eyes are on you, yes. and everyone's and watching, yep, judging every single one of your moves. And I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting here shooting snowballs at people. <laughs> it's just like, uh But yeah, I finally, I, it took me forever to actually win a game. And then when I finally did, I got the loot box you get for winning the game. I was like, okay, I'm done with that. I'll just switch over to Mystery Heroes or something. Yeah, I, we won our first game, and we haven't won one since. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah the the holiday stuff's really nice. Um the uh they they've modified two maps. Yeah, I was Hon- happy that there were two maps that because Hanimura is changed and, and then King's Row. King's, King's Row has changed, yeah. 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 There's a choo choo train on King's Row that like freaks me out every time I'm defending. 
because I can hear it when I go in the little room to the side towards the end. And it freaks me out every time. I'm like, what the fuck is... Oh, it's a train! Oh! <laughs> but yeah, I uh, played a little bit of Overwatch. Uh, mostly it's been Danganronpa 2. Um, trying to power through that to get ready for Phoenix Down. Um, I'm starting the investigation of the fifth chapter, so... Um, oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, man. You're, you're getting there. I know. I know who is the fifth chapter person that gets killed. Oh man, that's that's some pretty crazy stuff. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday's recording, Drew. We're gonna have yeah. so much fun. Um, and then I did play uh, a couple chapters of um, Doom to try and finish that up before the end of the year. I can't wait to hear you talk about the final boss. Is that the one you think is going to be impossible for me? Yeah, it's pretty hard. Okay, it's, it's, I beat the Cyber Demon. Cyber Demon was not hard for me. Like that, See, like Cyber was, Demon was on ultra violence. That guy's no joke. No, well, but he's got a pattern. Yeah. The, the problem with the final boss is he's the biggest fucking bullet sponge I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. He just takes bullets. Can you chainsaw him at all? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <sighs> okay. There's a little, there's a little bit of platforming in the final boss. It's that that thing is, whew. It's awesome though. Visually, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm still playing through that. Uh, unfortunately, I had to table Final Fantasy because I'm trying to get make my deadline for Danganronpa. Danganronpa is a long ass game. I mean, it's it's just a, it's just a lot of reading and stuff like that. But um, just a lot of stuff goes on in that game. Um, that's about it, I think. Party on? Yeah, I mean it's it's not been much. It's been a lot of dying and rap. I'm talking like at least ten hours this week. Whew. All right, so let's move on to John. You played anything? Last Fall Fantasy? Yeah, I played a few bits and pieces. I did play some Overwatch. Oh wow, good for you. <laughs> about time. Yeah. Yeah, um, I picked up uh, my of uh, free winter loot crate, and then I proceeded to play some of the arcade modes. I couldn't get a match of May Snowball fight; just couldn't find them, which was weird. Um, it's nice that they give you those modes, and if you win a game in them, you get a loot box without having to level up. So I managed to get sort of thing. I think three loot boxes. Didn't get any legendary skins or anything from them uh typical i did get a bastion skin but it was just a you know a, a blue one so i don't know what color that's we, we scoff at those at this point most of mine are dupes yep yeah <laughs> um i also played um a game called everspace oh yeah that's which... on preview Mm, um, you will tune out after a few minutes, Ken, and Ryan's ears will probably pick up. Uh, it is a roguelike. Yeah, I know. I talked about this game a month ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a roguelike um, space combat uh, exploration type game. Oh, and that sounds cool. It's very, very it's... beautiful, and it plays great. Mm, and it's... Yeah, I was... Uh, quite surprised i thought well, you know i enjoyed the jackal missions of um infinite warfare and this seems quite cool they uh, you get it now i think if you get it on xbox you get it on windows 10 for free so you what's can it called of, you know, with everspace everspace okay. it's like and... space without martin short <laughs> 
And yeah, you, you basically start off as a pilot. You've got this little AI dude uh, taking you through the tutorial. Um, you got basically you destroy things, collect loot, upgrade your bits and pieces. When you die, you start again. Um, but you can collect currency, which you can use to level up your items, much like most roguelikes, and making the next playthrough um, a little bit more uh, meanable. So it's, it seems quite cool. I've only played maybe an hour of it, so not a huge amount. Um, but it's yeah, uh, you would probably like it, Ryan. I think you know, your love of space games, you know, space flight games. Uh, you'll you'll probably really like it. Um, Check it out. And then finally, I. Uh, I got to play some PlayStation VR, um, which was quite cool. I played Eagle Flight, uh, which is the, I think it's coming out January, February next year. Um, Ubisoft do something quite clever in this game, at least in because it's uh, there's a lot of motion going on. You're constantly flying, and motion sickness would normally be a bit of an issue, but they actually um, adjust the field of view. As you're moving, which makes it a, 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 a not so much a, a, a vomit rocket, whatever they call it, vomit comet. Uh, so when you when you're sort of turning sharp left or sharp right, it, it basically narrows that that field of vision, reducing the amount of nausea you'll feel. And it worked really really well. Uh, I sort of played it through the tutorial missions, which was pretty cool. I I, I think I'm going to pick up a VR. I think it'll be quite cool. See, really this interests me, John, Sorry. is that because the last time we talked about VR with you in particular, you said, like, well, I, I know what VR is like. I play with the, the Gear VR, whatever that thing was mm. that came with the phone. And you're like, yeah. well, I, I know exactly what it is. And I mean, I'm not that interested. It's, it's nice. But but now that you've actually tried PSVR, do you, can you tell that there's a difference? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, the Gear VR is it's it's running from a mobile the you know the couple of experiences I had with that were really cool, but some of them like Temple Run on VR is a bad idea. I don't know who right. ever thought that would be a good idea. Um, this is obviously a, there's a lot more fidelity there uh, with the art style of of Eagle uh, Eagle Flight. Uh, it's more cartoony, so it's not putting too much of a strain on the processor, and it looks really sharp, but very sort of stylistic. Uh, you know, artistically and it, yeah it is quite good i really enjoyed it the, the headset is comfortable uh it i was a bit apprehensive in regards to like whether it would weigh your head down but it, it evenly spaces out the weight um because of the way that the the glasses are just at the front um i didn't find it steaming up too much um luckily although i wear glasses i can actually do things without glasses on because uh, i'm I'm nearsighted as opposed to, to farsighted. Um, I could get away with not wearing them, which helped. But yeah, the, a generally enjoyable experience. Great. <clears throat> so, right. so yeah, um, I'll hopefully give some other bits a shot if I do pick one up. Things like Batman VR and, and Battlefront and, and um, Job Simulator and things like that. So we'll see. That is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's all I played. I, I played some Super Mario Run, but you know this isn't a mobile game podcast, so. Oh Jesus! Wombat's <laughs> over there going like, "You've killed half of my fondling now." <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, Super Mario Run. I'm assuming a lot of people played it, right? I did play Super Mario Run. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It is. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, and I, I, I absolutely cannot understand why people are bitching about having to pay for a fully for a, a full <coughs> game without any microtransactions. Uh, how much? How much which, is that? Just for reference, sake? Ten bucks. Ten dollars. Ten bucks. Okay. Cool. I, I, it's yeah. because the stigma of mobile phone games is that they're not real games. That's why people complain. They don't think they should have to pay for them. No, they don't think they have to pay for them, but they don't realize that the ones you don't pay for have microtransactions up the wazzing. Uh, you know, they'll happily spend $50 on Candy Crush, but moan when uh, something like Super Mario Brothers, which is an extremely well-crafted mobile game and perfect for that platform, you know, they, they don't understand that that's a good thing. It's, right. you know, fair play to them. Yeah. Uh, it's not for me. I'll never download it. If I want to play Mario, I'll go boot up my Wii U or my 3DS, but it's cool. Everybody's enjoying it. Yeah. Alright, so... Wombat, you want to go ahead and go since you want to talk about Mario Run? Well, I, I mean, yeah. I, I won't spend a whole ton of time talking about Mario Run other than to say it's awesome. Um, and it uh, it plays about as well as you can expect it to play as a Mario game. Um it's you know it's it's an instant runner, but it's got some good little tricks that uh, are instant endless runner. It's got some uh, good little tricks that it does to make uh, make it still feel like a Mario game. So uh, I'm a huge fan of it. I really like the Toad Rally stuff where you can race against other <laughs> people. I wish uh, they would let you race against your friends though. That's the yeah, biggest. I, I know that sometimes your friends appear in your list of of rallies that you can pick. Right. Like, why is that not a thing? And why? Te- I think they should. They would benefit from having an endless run mode because there is no endless run mode. But right. that would be quite cool to see how far you could get, um, making it increasingly difficult as time went on. Collect your coins and bits and pieces, but yeah. maybe something they'll add in. But yeah, the friends thing's really weird. It's like, yeah, I've got ten friends on here, can't challenge any of them. Right. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You're you're you're. you're questioning Nintendo fucking up an online portion of a game? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm president that they could screw that up. The, the game's yeah, got friend codes at least. At least they got that right. Oh god, yeah. Fr- codes again. Oh, for fuck's sake. I saw, the, the day that game released, I saw like 6,000 people on my Twitter feed like, here's my Mario Run code. I'm like, whoa, can I get a free game if I put that in my Xbox? How many How many digits is the friend code? It's 12, right? Same as a normal friends code, I think, that on your Wii U or DS thing. Yeah. I hope they, I hope when they put it on Android, they'll use the Google Play thing so you don't have to deal with <laughs> No, no they yeah, wishful thinking. No. No. They don't use Game Center, and Game Center is built into an iPhone. They don't use that. You have to yeah. create your username. You can link it, obviously, to your Nintendo account, but don't expect any easy form of adding your friends. Yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Come wait for the Switch. <laughs> hey, it's the Switch's yeah. online system oh, yeah. is being built by somebody else, so there's hope. But there's that's the same people who built it for Mario Run, so don't get too excited. Well, well you know, I, it can't get any worse, at least. So. That is true. That is true. Did it go true. Um, so uh, I was just waiting on everybody to finish. He's like, shut the, up, uh, I want to talk. So, anyway, uh, the only other thing I played other than that is uh, Dishonored 2, which I'm on the last mission for that. So, How many hours you get in that thing? Oh, God. Um, I don't know, 20-some. Yeah, that's a long uh, game. It's very long, yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's probably shorter if you're just blasting through, 
but no uh, way, that's man. not you, how you, I you play got, You got to go collect those runes. Did you Did you guys hear about the new patch that's coming? No. Not this one, but the next one? No. The, the one that's coming this time has got New Game Plus, which is cool. I heard that, which is awesome. Um, but they're adding another patch later that allows you to put, once you've beat the game, you can play through the game as Emily or Corvo with all of the powers, not just yeah, character specific. Yeah, I did see that. Specific, I did see that. Which, that is cool. And they're also adding, like, uh, difficulty adjustments more than just, like, a difficulty setting. Yeah, custom difficulty settings yeah, and all that. That stuff is really cool for people like me who don't you know, that are not patient enough to do the stealth. Like, that's a cool feature. So, yeah, that's cool that that game's getting a lot of support after. I still can't believe New Game Plus wasn't in the... Uh, yeah, I can't really believe that either, but um, I'm glad that they're going to be adding it in. The uh, do, we, uh, do we have an ETA on the New Game Plus patch? That one is in December, so I think it's okay. this week. All right, awesome. The other one's yeah. not till January, I believe. Right. So I, uh, you know, I love the game. I will. I the only thing that drives me a little crazy is the fact that you can't do, um, <clears throat> you can't restart missions or retry missions. Yeah, that's been a big. There's complaint. no mission select. Yeah, uh, it drives me nuts. So and I'm still, you know, sitting out there with my one kill uh, across <laughs> the entire. You fuck up so the trophy. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I did, uh, that's I did that in Metal Gear Three. Whenever I. <laughs> Because I went for the trophy to kill Ocelot while he's knocked out, so you get the trophy for basically making a time paradox. Yeah. I didn't think that counted. And then I beat the entire fucking game without killing a single person. <laughs> and then at the end, it says you killed one person. It was fucking Ocelot. And I'm like, but yeah, you gave me a game over. <laughs> I thought it'd just start over, but no. no so that's I... always going to linger over me. So yeah, those, yep. those games are like a big middle finger when it comes to killing people. At least you actually killed your person. I was just holding someone in a chokehold, and somebody else stabbed them with a sword, and it counted oh, nice. as a kill for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I actually killed off a lot. But anyhow, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. I haven't uh, I haven't played anything other than that, and um, uh, like I said, Mario Run, which is awesome. Super Mario Run. That's a creepy commercial, by the way. Yeah, I agree. I saw it. it. It played before Rogue One last night. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is...? And then I saw the Mario shadow. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This is creepy. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jay, what you got going on? Uh, a couple things. Uh, I'll go over, I'll quickly glass over games that you guys already mentioned. I got Dishonored 2 like a couple days ago uh, in the mail. So I started on that. Oh, I'm really having a good time. Just like Ryan, just like. Using the powers, I'm I'm playing as Emily because a uh, you know, new character I played as Corvo before. I like her combo, you know, uh, like the, with the domino. I like her little force pull kind of thing that you can do with items and like against enemies after you level it up. So you can just basically use her like spectral power to pull someone, like choke them out while you're in the corner and all this nonsense. The level design in that game is spectacular. It's like that's like my favorite part of the game. It's 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 got such verticality the levels like they have like one to like six levels that you have to go through. There's hidden items everywhere, and the one thing that I like is that the hidden items in this game actually matter. They do stuff. You actually want to get them, you know. They actually matter, and that's something that I feel like a lot of other games with a lot of collectibles miss. 
uh, basically, you know, items that actually matter. Why do I want to go get these things? Yeah, because I can power up my uh, special powers. I can gain gain new properties and this and that. So I, I just basically try to get every item every time I walk into an area. Uh, do the secondary objectives and all that stuff. Having a blast with it. Uh, really good game. Uh, I played the Overwatch patch uh, like the rest of us. Um, I didn't get any skins except for the Lucio skin so far, but I want that Zen skin. I want that Winston skin. I'm, I'm going to so tell gonna you this, and it's going to make you angry. I've gotten mm. the Winston skin twice. Ugh. <laughs> it's like the Junkenstein for you, Jay. I know. I kept yeah. getting the same skin. But for me, is that I actually got pretty lucky. I ended up opening two legendaries within eight boxes, which is pretty rare. And they're duplicates yeah. of ones that I had that's not seasonal. I was like, Trust me, I was mad because it popped. And you know, I got Winston on my free box. Like That was that was really cool. And then I pop one, you know, six or seven boxes later, and there's another legendary. I'm like, oh, am I gonna get Zen? No, it's Winston. At least they're seasonal items, Ken, and they're not items that you already have from the regular seasons. Oh no, but I get dupes of those outside of the Christmas items. Yeah, yeah and now I just, just keep getting the Christmas sprays, which are not good. They are actually those Christmas sprays are meant to be like ornaments. Yeah, that you can stick on the tree. And it's a neat idea, but it's still just a spray. So I, I, the, I got the Junkrat one though, the one where he's in the the um, like he's just in his shorts and he's got the drink. Oh yeah, the, you gotta you gotta get the uh, was it uh, who's that the uh, the the fat guy? Oh Roadhog. Roadhog, I have Roadhogs. Yeah, Roadhog. yeah I have Roadhogs yeah. too. Oh, you have the, the they they combine. They're fist bumping each other in that uh, in that spray. It's well, awesome. I can't, but I can't play both characters. Yeah, you know, you got You got to have, you know, like I don't know, someone there's, else to play him. There's a couple of things. The Torb one, whenever he activates his molten core, he actually yells "ho ho ho" now. Oh yeah, oh, did you see? Awesome. Did you see Maze when she goes into her ice shield? She's she's a snowman. Yeah, she's a snowman. It's pretty great. This and then there's fantastic. there's the there. I did get the one I'm so proud of is the Reinhardt line where he goes, "You're on my naughty list." <laughs> I got his. I, I got so his. I constantly uh, say that. I, I got his uh, victory pose where he's holding up the beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of good content. It's just like little simple touches, but it just revitalizes the game, you know, along with the the constant patches and the Symmetra update. Holy oh, shit! Oh god, Symmetra! Insane. She is. Oh my god! I, I can't. I, I, it she's blew so me good. away. It blew me away. I got play of the game with her. I can't um, take her, man. She's too powerful now. <laughs> just yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody in the chat was like saying this needs to be fucking nerfed. Yeah. Because all I did was like on Hanamura, the last point we were defending it. No, we were attacking it, and we had killed almost everybody that was coming out. So I was waiting on the guys to come out the door. So I put up six fucking turrets. <laughs> it killed. I got a quadruple kill out of that because yep. they were all trying to rush out to get to the point. And then I got play of the game because of that, and I was like, I wouldn't even try and yeah, and her gun <laughs> having the extra the extra, extra range. range. Oh my it's god! And that her teleporter and her shield generator alts they have so much more health. They have shield now, yeah. so they're much more difficult to kill. It's she's a nightmare when played correctly. I, I really like it. She's relevant now in the meta for sure. Yeah, it's it's changed the way we have to play games now because there's almost always a Symmetra in the game now. Yeah, you got you got to deal with those uh, teleporters and shield generators because that extra seventy five health that they get that constantly regenerates is a huge deal. I, I found the best character that I've had success against her since the change is May. Like May's freeze is just long enough to really take out the turrets, but also close enough that I can hit her. 
while right. she's chasing me. So when I played as May, I had no problem with her. But as I play as anybody else, she's just a fucking nightmare. No, it's, it's pretty hard. But uh, I like it. You know, she's always she's been so irrelevant in the meta for so long that to see her this powerful and this this fun to use is, is really nice to see. Uh, I also played a lot of Danganronpa 2 just as Drew because we're doing the uh, the Phoenix Down on it right now. Um, you know, I'll, I say it a thousand times, but I love the Danganronpa games. If you like visual novels, if you like mystery, uh, uh, like murder mystery kind of situations, and you don't mind reading because you got to do a lot of reading in the visual novels, you should definitely play Danganronpa 1 and 2. Uh, when they come out reloaded on PS4, those versions look great. Uh, they're just kind of like the, P- uh, the PC versions. With high high resolution spreads and everything, they look good. So pick the pick that up and play it. Uh, if you're already playing the game, or if you played it before, you can listen along with us. We're gonna be covering case four and five, right, Drew? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And then there's, I'm sure there's something after that. Yes, of course. There's gonna be the final case after that. So we're we're just right getting into the thick of it, where it's like the best parts of the game. So. We're having a lot of fun with that. Um, I booted up The Last of Us for a little bit because I, you know, watched The Last of Us two trailer. And I was like, mm, kind of want to play Last of Us again. So I played a little bit of that. Still a great game. I, I disagree when people say that the combat and the controls are bad. I think they're great. I think they fit for what they are. I mean, the game obviously has some flaws that are more noticeable now than they were before, but it's still a great game. I'm gonna probably play the rest of it eventually. And the game, the new game that I've been playing for review is called The Beholder. It's a PC game that came out um, not too long ago, and um, I like the concept of it. It's um, if you played like a, that dystopian game, Papers Please, you know, where they kind of have you doing these mundane tasks. Uh, in this case, you're actually working for uh, like a very tyrannical totalitarian government, and you're in charge of this big apartment complex. And your job is to spy on all of your tenants, do a profile on them, and look to see if they're breaking any kind of laws. And you, what you do is that you sneak into their room when they're, you know, when they're vacant and when they're not there. You like, you know, insert like cameras and their fire, you know, fire alarms and stuff like that. You try to spy on them. You try to get information. Uh, but at the same time, you're just some guy. You know, you're trying to make uh, ends meet. You have a family, you have a daughter, you have a son, you have a wife, and they have needs, you know, they want they want money to buy groceries, they need to pay their bills and all that stuff, and they have their desires. So this is a thing where you have to balance the safety and security of your own family while sacrificing the privacy and, like, uh, safety of your tenants. It kind of makes me feel dirty, like, sometimes, like, when I'm, I, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm big into privacy, so the idea that I'm going into people's things, like like scrunching around things to see if they have any illegal contraband, installing cameras and sneaking into like their houses and rooms you know, when they're not around, it's it just feels wrong, you know. It's just like a it's like a terrible thing to do to another person. And when they come to you uh, in in secret and in confidence, trying to get some help from you, and then sometimes you have to like use that against them and then get them. Uh, you know, kind of call the the police on them to get them arrested because you need money because you get paid based on your performance because your your daughter has a sickness she needs medical care but you don't have the money so if you're not out there like you know busting people up and sometimes you have to blackmail them sometimes you have to plant evidence you know on like innocent people just to get money and it's like a weird feeling but it's really well executed, and if you if the if the idea and the concept that I just uh, spoke about interests you, 
It's like a really cheap game. I think it's like $10 on Steam. Um, it's got some good replayability because I died within the first hour of the game by getting shot in the head by one of my tenants after I tried to turn them in. So I started again, and I got to different parts of the game. Like There's different endings and things that pop up. So it's very cool. I- I'm liking it a lot. I'm going to probably give it a couple hours before I write the review, but... Uh, a surprising game. I didn't. I didn't know about this game at all, and it just kind of came out of nowhere. So definitely check that out. Beholder. Beholder. Yes, and uh, you know what? I'm actually not a hundred percent sure of that title. Let me just. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. pretty sure it's Beholder. It is, it is Beholder, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is Beholder. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's that's it for me. All right. Well, I'll wrap this up. Um. <laughs> you're still getting a code for Shantae. Okay. Um, sure. But the Xbox One codes came out first. Sure. So I played that this weekend. Oh. oh um, can you talk about it though? Yeah. There's. They, they didn't put an embargo in the email. They sent me, and a bunch of backers already have their codes. Sweet. Because uh, awesome. it was a Kickstarter game. Um, if you've ever played a Shantae game before, they kind of have the the Metroidvania kind of open world, get new powers. Um, go to different places. This one is a little different in the fact that um, it's more of a traditional 2D side-scroller, so there are levels. Uh, inside the levels, there are different secrets. So kind of think of it like a Mega Man level. So like there are places within the levels that you can get to once you get powers later in the game. Um, but it's not like the other Shantae games where you go into the world and it's it's kind of a big world. This is more of like a left-to-right side-scrolling level with a boss at the end. Uh, do you think the game suffers because of that change, or do you think it's still good? I think it's still good, it's just different. So, okay, if you've okay. gotten used to the old Shantae games, you'll be like, hey, this is different, but still kind of the same. Um, so, one of the things that she does in the other games in the, is, is here as well is she gets dances. Um, and the dances will allow you to transform into like animals. So in this one, you can transform into, like, a monkey. And while you're the monkey, you can't attack, but you can jump higher and you can grab onto walls. So, like, you can climb up walls. Um, There's a crab that lets you swim underwater. There is, like, an elephant that lets you break through blocks. Um, One of the cool things that they've added to this one... So, like, the levels, the side-scrolling level... (laughs) I don't know what that is. I really don't. Um... So the levels are broken up into, like, parts. So, like, every level has, like, three different parts. And there's a dance that you can do that'll let you warp between the parts. So, like, if you're in the first part and the item that you want to go get because you've got a new power is in the third part, you can just warp to the third part of the level. Which is, it's cool, it's it's good for going back because you'll go back to the levels because there's hidden items in them that you cannot get until you get powers later in the game. Um... The bosses are fun. They're very much learn the pattern, figure out what you got to do. Um, they're all clever. There's upgrades, just like in past games. So, like, you can make your hair whip stronger. You can add fireball shooting. There's a back dash that you can unlock. Um, you can unlock new, like, armor that, you know, makes you take less damage. Um, it's just, and it's beautiful. Like, visually, it's, it's like a cartoon animated this- style. This is the first uh, HD uh, high-resolution sprite-based Shantae game, right? Yes, this is the one they kick-started. Um, and then, of course, while they were working on this one, they ported the older games, because they were originally only on GBA, 
or or Game Boy Color. I can't remember. I think mm-hmm. the first one was on Game Boy Color, and the second one was on GBA. Uh, but this is the first one that they've actually done from the ground up for the newer consoles. And awesome. it is it it visually it's just it's really beautiful. I really like the art style. Um, there's a there's a still it's a Shantae game, so there's an abundance of sexuality in the female characters, which of is, is kind of weird. Um, but another thing that and Drew would really appreciate the music is fucking stellar. Oh um, man, like it's, getting excited. It's um. Like some of the tracks reminded me of like eighties like cartoons and um the first level that you play the first time you play through it there's actually like a vocal track. And really? It's, it's not that... it's not just ship tunes at all? No, no, no. It's it's actual like like really good um not necessarily, you know, chip tuny kind of music. And then like I said, the first time you play through the first level there's a there's a straight up vocal song that's playing and like there's a woman singing and it's it's really pretty good. Awesome. That, this this all sounds really good. Can yeah, I'm I'm about two hours into it, um, and I'm really enjoying it so far. It's it's really fun. Nice, very cool. Uh, I also played, which comes out this week. Wild was it? Wild Guns Reloaded? Is that yes? Okay, yes. so Wild Guns Reloaded. Uh, I didn't play the original for reference. At least I don't remember playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of like a shooting gallery. Like, do you remember the second level in Contra? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So it reminds me a lot of that. So there's four different characters you can pick, and each one has different abilities. Um, like I think the 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 main guy he like has a stronger gun, or he can lock onto people. Like the the Annie Oakley style uh, girls like has a lasso that can lasso people. Um, it's very arcadey. So you're just kind of moving left to right, jumping up and down. You're moving a cursor on screen to target enemies. Um, looks real good. I mean, it looks like an old school 2D pixelated arcade game. There's, there's really not a whole lot to it. So, I mean, if you have nostalgia for that game, which I don't, I'm sure that you'll enjoy it. But it, it just doesn't seem like there's a whole lot to it. Uh, it does have multiplayer. It is not online, which, again... Is you know just like uh, Mother Russia bleeds that I talked about last week. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. That's that sucks. But the good thing about that is that if you do have a co-op partner, that's just one screen. It's like perfect for co-op. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah, that's but, how I played it on Super Nintendo. Yeah, the screens go left to right. Once you finish one screen, you move to the next one, and it's all confined into one space. It's fun. Um, definitely feels like a Super Nintendo game. I don't know how much they're charging for that thing. Uh, there's a physical disc based on that too, so I can imagine it's probably, I don't know. Uh, do you, you don't know? No, I, if it's twenty bucks, I think twenty bucks is too much. I think this is a, a, a solid ten dollar game. I just, I'm just kind of curious. I'll have to look it up before I write my review. But yeah, I, I think. This uh, is, you're not gonna like this price. Then. It's twenty bucks, isn't it? It's, it's like thirty four ninety nine. What? That's what I'm seeing on Amazon, but I'm not sure if that's the new price. If no, the digital version's got to be cheaper, right? Uh, probably. I mean, you'd hope so. I, this game is worth ten dollars. I'd go fifteen at most for the nostalgia, but uh, it's 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 thirty dollars basically new. It looks like. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, that's pretty pricey. Uh uh-uh, no. <laughs> this game ain't worth thirty, especially when what Shantae's selling for twenty. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. I I don't know. 
These games are not up on stores yet because they're not out yet. This is the problem with playing stuff early. I don't know how much it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. Um, normal weekly stuff. I played some Madden uh, with my team doing well. I get back into football, so I started a new season. About ten games in on that. Uh, played a bunch of Overwatch as I always do. <sighs> and then to t- tell us, tell us your shame. I, Why don't shame. you tell us? I reinstalled Final Fantasy XIV. Oh! That's me tis, tis, tisking you uh, right now, Ken. I, I, as soon as I booted it up, I lost three hours. <laughs> three hours. You, you, you only have yourself to blame. I'm, I love that game. I, I just made it to a dungeon yesterday, and I didn't queue for it because it's it said minimum of 60 minutes, so I got to... I got to put my time aside to do that dungeon, but uh, I got a new mount. It's a it's a flying eyeball. Okay. <laughs> nice. I sit I sit kind of like sideways on it, so it looks really weird when I'm flying around the map. <laughs> I love that game. Since they patched it, I had to redo all my hotkeys. Which took me probably about I don't know half hour to forty five minutes of the time I played it. Yeah, getting the controls right is crucial to your enjoyment. Well, it reset. It, yeah. yeah, it reset everything, and like I was going through and trying to remember what did what, and I'm like, okay, so yeah, there's a teleport, there's a return to um, the closest town that you set to home. Uh, I was like, where's my Chocobo? You know, you know, call button. Where's my minion call button? How do I jump? How do I run? How do I do this? Like, and I had to reset all that stuff, and then I got my bars back, I got my powers running, got everything set, got my food I eat to get you know my XP boost for 30 minutes. Forgot my inventory was full. Had to clean that out. So what you're saying is you're not reviewing another game until Injustice 2 comes out. I between too, this too and, between this and Overwatch, I probably won't play a whole lot of anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ken. Yeah. I, I blame Justin for this, but... Man, yeah, he was tweeting pictures of the main city during the Christmas event, and I'm like, man, I missed that game. And then I reinstalled it, which took forever, because that game it's, had... It's a huge game. Six huge. million patches since the last time. It literally had been a year since I played that game. And I went back in, and it was just like riding a bicycle, and I got back into it, and I'm like, it's over. It's done. I'm back in this game. And the people in that game are still so nice. Like, I was doing a quest, and, you know, a healer will walk by, and then he'll just start healing me and buffing me, and I'm like, people in this game are just super nice. Do they have, um... Is it cross-platform play or no? Yes. If you're on PC, you can play with PS4. The only catch is that you have to create your character on that world because you can't switch worlds once you build a character. Mm. Which I found out my uh, my second character is actually on Justin's server. Oh, that's convenient. So I have a level 12... um, Oh, what do they call them? Uh, Because my main character is an archer. I'm a level 38 on that. So I'm way out of his league on that game, but my other characters are level 12, and I think they're called a pikesman. So I have like a big spear, uh, and she's only a level 12, and he's a level 15. So I could actually pop in there and say hi, but I certainly am probably not going to dedicate any time to that character because, well, my archer's a little more important to me. 
Right. I got a few uh, few hours. You want to get that character to max level at least, right? I want to make it to Heaven's Word. Heaven's Word, you need to be between 50 and 60, and I'm so close. You'll get there. Yeah, I want to see Heaven's Word because I hear it's incredible. So, but yeah, I, I, I ruined my life. I took vacation over Christmas, and then I installed Final Fantasy fourteen. so... <laughs> Uh, you didn't really like your family anyway. It's fine. No, they're, 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 they're overrated. Yeah, they'll understand. They'll do my dungeon, my kids yelling for something. I'm like, I can't do anything. I'm in a dungeon. But anyway. Yeah. I, I really miss that game. And so, you know, people ask all the time, like, what's your favorite Final Fantasy game? And I usually say 7, but I'm probably just going to have to switch that to 14. Oof. I really, really, really like 14. But anyway, let's talk about what's coming out this week. That I won't play because I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, Shantae, Half Genie Hero. Uh, that's out on just about everything, I believe. Uh, even Wii U. So. Uh, Wii U getting the hot new releases. The hot yes. new releases. Uh, Subject 13, which uh, we should have codes for this week. I know Justin's review, it's a point click game. Uh, Wild Guns Reloaded. Uh, that's PS4 only. Uh, Xbox One is getting Crypt of the Serpent King. I don't know what that is. And Mamanga Pinball Adventures. Again, don't know what that is. Uh, the Wii U, as I said, is getting Shantae, but it's also getting Ra- Radiant Flux Hyper Fractal. That's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I said that right. And the 3DS gets Mini Golf Resort. And then the PC gets 6,000 Android ports. God, you're so bitter about PC releases. There's a game coming out on the PC this week called Megatron. Sweet! Uh, I'm assuming that's not what we think it is. No, it's probably not. Uh, It's made by a developer called Tubby Kid. (laughs) The the well-renowned developer. Of course. (laughs) The world-renowned developer, Tubby Kid. Hey, Bunny Rama is also coming out on PC this week. Exciting. Okay, best game, PC version, VR, the anime girls method. That's out on PC. Nice. Girls wow. Method. Yeah, that's out this week. How, where does the word method fit into anime girls? Uh, it's got method man in it. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go, that's, you, you sold me. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> anime girls ain't nothing. <laughs> Diversify your bonds. <laughs> oh, the Wu-Tang is the best. The best. Uh, not a lot of news going on this week. I know the NPDs dropped and Xbox finally lost its spot. Uh, PS4 outsold it in November. Uh, there's a new MX versus ATV game coming out. Sweet. It's coming out in January. <laughs> And just in case you didn't know which version it was, it's called 2017. Alright. Accurate. Well, at least you got the gear, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gears of War got the only Christmas DLC that mattered. They got Ugly Sweater DLC. Oh, we forgot to mention, I am bummed that Soldier 76 didn't get an Ugly Sweater costume. That's my point, yeah. I am legitimately bummed. Overwatch should have right. got an Ugly Sweater skin, yeah, and it didn't. Uh, Gears of War does get an ugly sweater skin. It also got a snowball fight mode, which is kind of funny. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 Remaster got a patch, so you'll no longer see Pepe. 
in the rare occurrence that you would see him? Pepe. So. Uh, Ken, did you mention that the uh, the first episode of The Walking Dead, whatever season three, New, new Frontier, coming out uh, next week, right? Uh, it wasn't on the list. Weird. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing it on Steam, available December twentieth. Hmm. Maybe it's just for PC, and is it not for no, consoles it's, yet? No, it's for everything. It's supposed for everything, to be, right? Yeah, you're right. It's supposed to be out this week because it's. They said it would be out the. Uh, it's a two part first episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it here, so I guess it's coming out, but I guess it wasn't on the list. I guess nobody cares. Oh. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot that I actually it, played... It's Telltale, um, I guess. Yeah, I played episode 5 of Batman. I have not... I, I needed to play that this weekend, and since I went and saw Star Wars, I did not get a chance, because I need to write my <laughs> final review. It broke my PlayStation. <laughs> awesome! Telltale Games! Yay. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The first... I would say the first 20 minutes of that game are, are just unplayable. Um, it was, you know, the the lag on it, the, the, the frame drops, everything was absolute nightmare. And then um, there's an experience where it just froze on me. I had to actually pull the lead out of a PlayStation and rebuild the database Jeez. for a meter. And it's like, I don't know whether it was the episode that did it or the fact that they had a patch launched just before the episode came out i don't know but that is some shoddy development there and i and to be fair it wasn't a great episode either i I kind of felt disappointed with the ending so it's like oh it's, it's they, a technical mess man that that series as a whole well that they telltale games as a whole. Out. they do oh man i I'd, so uh, this is the first telltale game i've finished in a long time and i'm reminded why i don't play telltale games you know the thing is, like I, I had good times. The the most recent one was Tales from Borderland. I didn't have any issues with the technical side. Oh, and the game that game was, was fine. amazing. Yeah, yeah that game I was fine. Game. So what happened? That that wasn't that long ago. Mm. I, it's, it's telltale. Like, what, they, what did they do with with Batman? They I don't. They're getting complacent. They really are. I guess so. I don't know. I'll finish it this week and write my final review. But it is it is not as good as it should have been. No, and again, I still hold that episode three was the best. I just didn't. I just, there was, I don't know. There's something about it. It just was anticlimactic to me. But you know, uh, Microsoft added a bunch of more uh, backwards compatible games this week. Uh, this is the final week of the year for backwards compatibility. Uh, the two big ones worth noting were Bully and Catherine. Which, if you've not played Catherine, slap yourself and go play that game because it's amazing. All I right. was excited because I thought I had Catherine as like games of gold, and it wasn't. It was PlayStation Plus that gave you Catherine. Before. Yeah, no, no, game. It's never been games with gold. Um, no. But the big news out of this is that they broke 300 games in just over a year, and they gave away Lost Odyssey for free because you. That's an awesome game. That is a good game. So if you have X- free. if you have Xbox One or 360, go claim that game because it's free until the 31st. So, go get your free JRPG that's incredible. It is. Um, The Division is getting a PS4 Pro patch. So there's that. Um, Whatever happened to Sora coming to World of Final Fantasy in December? I just remembered that was supposed to happen. I don't think it ever happened, did it? There's a a big patch uh, aimed for January is what I know. They got the PS4 Pro patch uh, fix, which uh, I've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, when that drops, I'll probably pick up the game again. 
Uh, and they're gonna add a couple of new things. I think it might be the January twenty second patch or something like that that might be coming in for. Okay, so that so that should add Sora. In the yeah, world. I think so. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen's first DLC pack is dropping this week, I believe. Uh, there's a free version and the season pass version. Uh, the free version just comes with a few trinkets and things, but the season pass version comes with new outfits and tickets to the Coliseum and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's the holiday pack. Cool. Oh, it's a slow week for news, so I'm just kind of digging down through this. There ain't much going on. Stardew Valley's out on PS4 and Xbox One. I still haven't played it. Is it already out? Me neither. Yeah, it's out. It came out last week. We didn't get a code for that game? I tried five times, and I never got a response. Really? Because I really... the developer? Yeah, I really wanted to play it, so I sent him an email... Uh, and then I followed up on that email twice and never got anything. So okay, well, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I have time. I it's not like I'm gonna yeah, lose any true. time squeezing it out. But I really wanted to play it, so I'll probably buy it in the new year. I'm not gonna buy it now because it's kind of worthless for me to buy it right now. But um, Ark Survival Evolved got achievements. It's a brand new patch. It's getting close to release. Still runs like garbage, but you know whatever. Um, and it's getting a VR tie-in. Called Ark Park. <laughs> okay. So, which sounds like the best thing about Ark to come out of Ark, because Ark as a game is is not great. Like I played it and it's not the best game, but it's it it has like a it has like a give me because it's got dinosaurs in it. But I guess in the VR game you can just walk around and look at the dinosaurs and like ride them, which is kind of awesome. Uh, it, they posted some new screenshots of Shinmu. <laughs> mhm. Uh, they also did a big event for Dragon Quest uh, games eleven, especially yeah. I think for yeah. 3DS and that, PS4. Yeah, that looks really promising. I, I saw some of the footage. Uh, it's an open world Dragon Quest game. Uh, really looks good. Yeah, all the all the visuals and stuff like that. It's still got that iconic uh, Kira Toriyama art style still. But um, it just looks shiny. So everything just looks really good. I was I hope shocked that they, comes to the West. Well, it will. But I was shocked they didn't announce a Switch version. I think that was the biggest shock for me. Did they not? I thought. No, they announced it for it's for 3DS and PS4 still. Hmm. Okay. That game has to be coming to Switch, right? It's it's a big deal. If Switch doesn't get it, it's gonna be a big hit for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, there was a new patch for the Xbox One this week that supposedly increased download speeds uh, up to 80%, which okay. is nice. Um, I wasn't able to test this because mine was already maxing out most of my connection. I was hitting about 60 on uh, Xbox One, which is awesome because I, I have a 50 connection, uh, but on Steam I can hit up to 70 because Steam is like, there's magic going on there. Yes, Steam is, is bonkers. It defies logic with the yeah. download speeds. Uh, but even on Xbox One, I hit 60. Uh, so I, I really couldn't see much of an increase because I was already kind of maxing it out. Um, mm-hmm. And just by comparison, my PSN, when I was downloading Final Fantasy fourteen, I was hitting 25. Mm. I, I get pretty good speeds with PSN, with the PS4 anyway. But... Um... It's never gotten like near to my max. Yeah, I, I've never hit. I think the highest I've hit on PS4 is 30, and I should hit a lot higher than that. 
Um, Square Enix came out and said the 30th anniversary Final Fantasy plans will be revealed soon, which, um, if you remember, there was a big old rumor that popped out last week that essentially read like a fan wish list. It did. It really did. So it made it really hard to believe because they said they were going to port Final Fantasy 1 through, what, 9 to the PS4 mm-hmm. in, one, in one package on one disc. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I don't really buy that. And then there was some other stuff in there. I mean, obviously we know they're doing 12. Um, that's coming next year. And 10 and 10.2 have already been remastered, so... And then there was also the Lightning Trilogy was being remastered for the PS4. I see, independently, I can take most of that news seriously, but when you combine them to one package, it gets a little hard to swallow. Yeah, I just yeah. I just find it very hard to believe that they would put Final Fantasy 1 through 9 in one collection. But, you know, if they do... Fucking, I'll buy it. I mean, fuck <laughs> yeah, that'd be neat. I mean, I I'd be like triple dipping on this because I own them physically, I own them digitally, and then I guess I'll own them physically again. Right? Yeah. This is like, the thing is like, but it's Final Fantasy, yeah. and if the price is good, I'll, I'll buy it again. I guess. Yeah. If it, what would you pay for one through nine in one disc? Sixty. You'd pay sixty. Oh yeah. It? Yeah. As long as they put the right effort into it, you know, it's like as long as they're good versions of the games. Because I'll play Final Fantasy VI again on my PS4. Like, fuck, yeah, I'll do it. Especially if it's not that dumb version with the loading times. You know what I mean? Like, if they do the really terrible things where, like, they, they add loading times and they actually actively make the game worse because they're on this format. If it's not like that, then I'm fine with it. But if they're, if they're you know, if they're bad versions, uh, I'm not going to buy them. But if they're good, I'll pick them up. Hmm. Um... Sega announced Valkyria Azure Revolution. Um, yeah. But the most shocking part of this announcement, it's coming to PS4, Vita, and Xbox One. The the Vita is a, is a bit of an interesting choice. I there. think it's more shocking that it's coming to Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, it's just... there. Most of the Japanese games have just given up on Xbox... And to see them doing an Xbox One version oh. was just shocking. Xbox Xbox never got Valkyria Chronicles at all, even the remastered no, version. No, it did not. Yeah. No. That, you know what? Now that you put it that way, that is a big surprise. You're right. Yeah, I'm, I was shocked. Like, uh, I follow the Atlas slash Sega PR guy, like we, we talk on Twitter, and he said that Valkyria was coming to Xbox One, and I just replied, like, say what now? <laughs> like, like, are you serious? Like, that's insane. That's kind of surprising. That's that's going to be a hard to find an audience on Xbox One because anyone that only owns an Xbox has never played any Valkyria Chronicles games ever. No, they haven't. It'd be mostly yeah. people who own multiple consoles. Yeah, but I mean, how many how many people do you really think have only ever owned an Xbox? I know a few that would want that would want to play Valkyria Chronicles. Let me make that point. Probably zero. Uh, I guess they go for the whole shooter McGavin, right? The Gears of yeah, War. I mean, if you're the type of person that likes games like that, you already have owned at least a PlayStation Three. Yeah, you make um, an argument. I so I just I don't I don't know how much outreach there is there. The 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 difference is probably folks who had a PS3 last generation but have an Xbox One this generation. But again, the thing I don't about know how many the, of those there are either. Yeah, porting games to PS4 and Xbox One based on their architecture is a simple process. 
yeah. just having it on the platform probably didn't cost him that much money. Sure. So, you know, I don't think it's too much of a downfall. And once again, I love the Valkyria Chronicles games. Revolution seems like a very different type of a game. I'm, I'm hoping it's, it'll still be good, but I'm excited that new fans will be able to check it out for the first time. It's it's nice for people who like me who enjoy that series but prefer to play on Xbox. So that's the version that I will buy. Uh, I'm just I'm legitimately shocked because this is one of the reasons why I own a PS4 is to play the games that I enjoy that never come to that damn system. <laughs> and speaking of Xbox, because there's a lot, you know, like Kingdom Hearts Collection next year. I want to buy that, but it's only going to be on PS4. You know, if this Final Fantasy stuff turns out to be true. That stuff's only on PS4. You know? World oh, of Final Fantasy, uh, only on PS4. Dragon Quest Builders, only on PS4. You know? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of PS4 exclusives that went kind of under the radar uh, that are really, really good to play, for sure. But, like I said, exclusives are generally anti-consumer. They so are. when games get that multi-platform release, I'm, I'm all on board. As long as the quality of the games don't suffer too much. And since we're on the, on the realm of news here, uh, they say... You can download Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and play for free between December 15th to 20th, but you can also access campaign zombies and multiplayer. Yes. You can beat that game in five days. Oh, yeah, because, you can beat the yeah, campaign so, in about, I'd say, about eight to ten hours. Yeah, you can beat that in like a day or two, so maybe just download it, play for free, and then uh, when when your free access is done, just you can uninstall it. You should it. 100% play that campaign. Yeah, that's, uh, that's like a free rental that they're giving out for yep. a game. That's actually kind of cool. Nice. Um, Hitman's targets for Christmas might be the best targets ever. They're the the the, bur- they're the wet bandits. <laughs> nice. From Home Alone. What really? Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. have to. I'm gonna have to boot that up and get get to killing. Yep. So there's two targets. You're in a house and you got to take them out. It's the wet bandits from Home Alone. Is the, are they modeled after him and everything? Uh, yeah, they're not 100% Daniel Stern, Joe Pesci, but right. they have the same you know body structure and look. And, the, and they have the names. Cool. It's what Marv and... We'll Marv see, and Harry. Harry, yeah. So the, that's their names. So. Uh, the, the trailer they have is uh, it's Hitman uh, dressed up so, uh, as Santa Claus with a, with a silenced handgun. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's pretty fantastic. If I if I was any good at Hitman's elusive targets, I would totally play that. But I am terrible. At I I have failed every elusive target I've attempted. Yeah, those I've are hard, dude. It's really hard, man. <laughs> Something goes wrong somewhere, and everything just falls apart. But it's great. It's so tense. I love it. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention I played um, Forza Horizon 3's expansion, uh, the Blizzard Mountain. Alright. It's pretty fucking fantastic. That game is still in my top ten of the year. Um but yeah, they, they literally like fly you up to the top of a snowy mountain and then drop your ass off and you just drive straight down for the opening race. And then you drive across the frozen lake. God that game is beautiful. Love that game. Really? Hmm. Yep. Um but yeah, that's out. That's pretty much all the news. Like I said, it's I mean I squeezed a lot out of it. We got emails, man. Boy, well, do we have know. we have emails. We got five. Yeah, wow, okay. Have All right, uh, this first email comes from Daryl. It's called Three Degrees of Alan Thick." Which uh, rest in peace, sir. He, rest in peace. He died this Mr. week. Thick. Uh, hello, gang. I just had a few random comments, questions. Um, I just wanted to comment on the guy lusting after Ellie from The Last of Us, but first. 
I was saddened to hear of Alan Thicke's death. Not, uh, he not only played the dad, Jason Seaver, on Growing Pains, but also wrote the theme song to Different Strokes and the Facts of Life. Yeah, he was actually a well-known um, like singer. Uh, well, while lighting a candlelight vigil for Alan, I was looking up Growing Pains sitcom on the wiki and noticed that the actress that played the seven-year-old daughter Chrissy in season six to seven was none other than Ashley Johnson. Well, Ashley Johnson, as it turns out, is the voice of Ellie in The Last of Us. There you go. Small Uh, world after all. (laughs) So your listener who has the infatuation with Ellie and was feeling a little ashamed of it does not have to feel bad at all. Ashley was actually 30 years old when she voiced 14-year-old Ellie and will be 34 when she voices 19-year-old Ellie in The Last of Us 2. (laughs) So that's that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) On a different topic, I have a question that you may have an answer to. Mm-hmm. See, is, seeing as Disney's controls its properties with an iron fist, how on earth is Square able to still use Disney characters in the next Kingdom Hearts 3? Um, they have been able to use Disney characters for a decade and a half. I'm sure rights don't go for two decades, seeing as they have control over Marvel and Star Wars as well. I find it hard to believe they haven't taken their own characters and made some games with them. I know after Epic Mickey 1 and 2 were flops, Disney wanted to get out of making games, but things have changed. That was years ago, and Disney is a much bigger juggernaut than six years ago. Uh, So that's why they're letting Square piss the rights away. Actually, I think Square and Disney, I think Disney wanted that Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, it's kind of a big thing for them. Yeah. Uh, it is. But also, to, to to his point about Marvel, I'm pretty sure Marvel still kind of controls their stuff, and Marvel has come out and said that they're tired of crappy Marvel games, which is good, because there's been a lot of them, and that Spider-Man by um, Insomniac is their first effort to kind of make, you know, kind of like what DC did with the Batman Arkham games. Kind of like super yeah. high-quality uh, comic book games. So. Yeah, that'd be really nice, because we haven't had a good Spider-Man game since, what, Spider-Man 2 on PS2? I still think, uh, what was the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man was really good. Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man was great. Yeah, was Ultimate it? Spider-Man's I, I my favorite. Yeah. Hulk Ultimate Destruction was great. Yeah, those guys went on to make Prototype. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're sprinkled in. Even the Wolverine game is pretty good. Yeah, Wolverine Origins. Yeah, that's a really yeah. violent one, right? Yeah, it's yeah. super, yeah, that was super good. violent. That was, that was a that was a really good game. So I mean, and, we've had decent games here and there, but they want that triple A. You yeah, know, K- Kingdom Hearts is highly and critically acclaimed series. Yeah. So I don't think, uh, by your words, like they're not pissing that away. No. That's a huge deal. That's a big thing. Uh, I mean, they use like Tron and stuff like that, and they're gonna use the uh, the Kingdom Hearts to. I think I think there's gonna be a Star Wars world in Kingdom Hearts three. You think so? <laughs> uh, that think would so. be weird. That it'd would be, be weird, weird, but it'd be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? I, I would be down. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down. You know, light, light, lightsaber, Keyblade, and stuff with Vader and everything. You gotta fight. Oh, that'd be amazing. As long as they don't make it weird. <clears throat> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you not make things weird or how you make things weird in the first place. Yeah, make the Keyblade the lightsaber easy. Bam. Uh, lastly, my brother has a Samsung. <laughs> well, well, he has one, but also wanted to replace it. With we the, should form a club then. We should. Uh, he wants to replace it with the new KS9000 series. Uh, Samsung but bought it, took it home, set it up, and hated it. 
Maybe you know what the deal is. He hooked it up while watching live sports or news. Looked great. Regular HD shows like sitcoms looked uh, like a jittery mess and blur. He called the store as well as support. No one can explain it. Is this normal? He returned it and stuck with his regular 70-inch Samsung. I I wish I could tell you the answer to that. I, but I don't have. I one. have a KS. I have a KS eight thousand and have had absolutely no problems with it whatsoever. Hmm. All right. I've heard great things about that uh, the KS series. So I I honestly don't know. I'm not in the market for a new TV. Uh, right now. John, which is the TV that you picked up? Uh, Panasonic DX seven hundred series. And you said you had good experiences with that too, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, love it. Cool. It's great. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to shop, but it's still probably going to be over a year before I invest in a new TV. Uh, finally, it says as far as games go, I'm enjoying Final Fantasy 15. Haven't really liked JRPGs since Final Fantasy 10. Uh, quite a fun game, even though it seems half finished. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of good ideas that are not fully fleshed out, and the story stinks. That is the reason I have hated most JRPGs. The stories are a convoluted mess. Make no sense. The characters are unrelatable and unlikable, and most are half-naked. But Final Fantasy XV does a lot of things right. I hope they use this and make a follow-up that builds on what they have done here. A follow-up could end up being a relatively easy task as the engine is there, and they basically only need to craft new areas and new quests. Anyway, have a good Christmas or any other PC holidays, and talk to you next year. Uh, next email comes in from Dustin, and it says 10 years. Yeah. Uh, this email is 10 years in the making. I finally played through and completed both Final Fantasy XV and The Last Guardian, two games I've been highly anticipating for a long time. I feel like my life is three-fourths complete now. If I get episode 12.7, it will be 100% complete. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says, Final Fantasy XV is a lovable mess. That is probably the best way I've ever heard somebody describe that game. <laughs> a lovable mess. <laughs> so, so that's an apt description. I like uh, it. He says, once you get used to the combat and how everything works, I love battling in that game. It can get a little chaotic, but I didn't find it too much trouble with, uh, didn't find too much trouble with it. Uh, the messy part is the story. Without spoiling anything, once you hit Chapter 8, the rest of the game seems rushed. There's story arcs that never get explained. You're left scratching your head uh, at how some characters get from point A to point B. Uh, And sometimes the movie and anime makes things more confusing. And fights that, although pretty, I don't think you can lose. My buddy searched the internet and delved deep into the forums and updates me on what he finds. And even the nerdiest of nerds still can't figure out a couple of plot points in the game. Overall, I understand that they were going what they were going for, and it's a good story with charming antagonists, but told very poorly. The ending was going for a big emotional finale, but for me, it fell a little flat. Mm. I still love this game. A lot of the best parts are hidden away in post-game. I haven't done all of them, but there's uh, some great monster fights, more dungeons to explore, although repetitive in scenery, and the fishing is fun, too. The, this, the fishing combat is, is the most exciting part of that game. That does not the, the, the secret the secret fish battles that you can you can get to are really tense and crazy. I fought a fish for seven minutes, man. That was intense. That, that should be on fight. the back of the box. It should be. Uh, this was my game of the year until I played the other game, The Last Guardian. Nice. The Last Guardian can be frustrating as hell during some parts, whether it's because of the camera or the controls, or maybe the straight up fact that Trico doesn't want to listen to you. It will infuriate you but I still love it. 
Uh, if anyone has pets, I can see how they will have a lot more enjoyment with this game than non-pet owners. Trico is probably the best realized creature in any game ever. He acts like pets do. Sometimes they obey, sometimes they don't. Especially when you want them to obey. The game doesn't tell you much, disregarding all the jump and climb prompts throughout. They don't tell you how to interact with Trico and build a bond with him. I found myself stopping to pet him and applaud whenever he did stuff right uh, that I wanted him to do and tried not to scorn him too much out of habit. Puzzles in yeah, this that's, game. That's, what I, that's just what I want out of my video game <laughs> is a simulator of when my pet is misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's, yeah. I find that's, that's incredible. Not, that's, that's not that's horribly frustrating. I, I find, uh, like, people describing The Last Guardian to me are hilarious because, like, it sounds like you should not be you should not love this game because you're like this game is frustrating and stupid and this and this and this and this but I love it but it's frustrating in that way that it becomes rewarding when things do work out because when you have to respect a creature not as and there's a bunch, a bunch of ones and zeros because that's what it is and the illusion is so strong that it really becomes something that seems truly alive that's something that you end up appreciating and you end up building a bond with that creature uh, over the course of time. And when you think about, you know, like how you care about the creature's safety and how the creature begins to care about your own, it becomes a really, really profound feeling. It's not it's not something that you can describe uh, with, with mere words, something you have to experience for yourself. It's like a bond, like I said before, between you and your dog or you and your cat or whatever. And when you have that mutual love for each other, uh, it's something really incredible. And they managed to do that in the video game. That's that's in, that's insane. That's amazing to me. Okay, I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate because I love to do that. So let me see if I understand this properly. Sure. Let's say you're playing a game with an AI partner, mm-hmm. and they're dumb as shit. They don't attack half the time. Half the time they're running into a wall. They're not listening to you. They're not obeying your commands. But they're a human. They're not a dog. So that's a that's so a very essentially, different, different dynamic. But, but okay. n- no, it's really not because you're you're trying to get this AI partner to do the things you want them to do, but they're not doing them. So no, the, but but the, that's the thing. You say it's really not, but it makes the world a difference because when you're dealing with another human being, you have completely different uh, preconceptions about the ability to communicate, and you know for them to have some kind of uh, you know like a level of intelligence. Compared to when you're dealing with an animal, right? Especially an animal that you just met, that you're not familiar with. So it's it's completely different because let's say you're trying to ride a horse for the first time, right? Do you expect like an untrained, untamed horse to do everything you wanted to in the first place? No, it wouldn't make sense if it did. It would feel like a robot. So it's perfectly natural for a beast to you know act this way when a human. So don't make that comparison at all. It doesn't fit. Not even close. Oh, no, I can make that comparison because I don't look at video games like that. I look at video games as interactive entertainment. So, essentially, in my eyes, what the developers of of Last Guardian did was find a way to make bad AI okay. See, you, you say bad AI, but that's not bad AI. The AI is actually really clever. It, it can actually do things that you're not aware of. It can solve puzzles for you by itself when you're looking around trying to solve it for you. So you always assume that it's going to be terrible, but it's not. And the, the more uh, the more you grow closer to the character, 
you know, the better you kind of get accustomed to each other's and the way you like to deal with things. So there's like it's like a bond thing that grows over time. It's hard to explain. But I, I know, Ken, you're kind of already set on hating The Last Guardian without playing it. So <laughs> I'm not, not set it, it, on it, it, hating it. I'm playing. I'm playing Devil's Advocate of a separate. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, you don't want to play it, right? You're never gonna play that game, probably, right? No, I don't like. I, I don't like Team Eco games. So this game brings nothing to me. I'm just trying to look at a different perspective of the game. But the, like I'm saying, like I don't think the analogy with human beings and how AIs work is apt at all because. Just as how I treat another person differently to how I would treat my dog, it's as different as that. It's worlds apart. Yeah, but I guess I, I just don't I don't differentiate because they're not real. They're video game characters. But that's I what I mean. They make them they make them seem real. That's I, that's the accomplishment. That's the achievement. I guess I guess I'm the Grinch or the cold heartless bastard because I've never I, I don't know that I've ever felt emotionally attached to any character in a video game. <laughs> Really? You never you never like uh teared up when something really sad happened in a video game or mm, nothing like that? No, not really. I have many times. I'm, I, I'm I just I, I guess I, I just separate them as their video games. Uh I don't know. I think I think you're doing yourself an injustice in that regard. Like to have a really good experience with something you have to really get involved emotionally. Uh, you know, to that's 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 surprising, like because you've been playing games for so long, Ken. You know, yeah. So much of your life that it, it shocks me to hear you say that you've never like shed a tear or got tear eyed uh, playing a video game when something happens to a character. That's, that's but a you and I look at video games very differently. I look at them in the perspective of they're supposed to be fun. Well, there's different types of fun, right? Of course, there's, there's my not, idea there's of, fun, of fun. My idea of fun is is just having fun and and. Struggling with a shitty AI doesn't really sound fun to me. Ah, it's it's a it's a different perspective, but I think uh, all in all, I think there's a lot of people uh, that's gonna enjoy this. Like, there's obviously there's a lot of gamers who look at games a certain way, like uh, like Ken does. But for me, I believe games can truly be anything, you know, as like an art form, uh, as a narrative, and as a as a personal experience. And I've uh, I've shed tears many times playing uh different types of video games and uh, Shriko got me got me teared up too. It's, Lost it's got some really... Hey, I'm yeah. not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying no, no, I'm not. I'm different... not saying I'm not saying that either. But uh, it's interesting. People have different perspectives on games, which is probably why I will never enjoy this game because to me it just looks like a frustrating escort mission. Absolutely, there's you know it's 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 such a cliche thing to say, but no game is for everyone. You no, know it's I mean? not. And this this one especially. No. I mean, fuck, I, I can't think of a game that everybody loves. I mean, I found people that hate Link to the Past. I mean, I think they're communists and horrible people, but, you know. <laughs> Those Ruskies, man. I'm just saying. I just, I, no, no, not every game's for everybody. I, I legitimately know people that hate games that I think, like, how can you, how? It, it, it shocks me more when someone really loves a game that I view as complete utter garbage sometimes. And then I ask them questions, and they get really defensive sometimes because they have a hard time uh, kind of relaying in word why they love it so much. But at the same time, I'm not asking them to justify themselves or their tastes. I'm per- personally just curious about what they like about it, you know? So, But that comes up as aggressive sometimes, I guess. Well, that's because that's 90% of the people are aggressive about that conversation. Like, you don't like what I like, fuck you. You know, yeah, that's, even that's people silly. that listen to this podcast and hear you and I go back and forth about this conversation, I don't, I don't hold ill will about it. I'm just 
I'm just putting out a different perspective. I don't mm-hmm. think you're wrong. I don't think you're stupid. But I don't know, people think that's what it is. But it's not. But I, I I would love it if you gave the game another shot sometime. I, you know, if there was a if there was a demo of that game, I would try it. But I'm not spending sixty dollars on something I'm sure I'm not going to. Oh, enjoy. the the game will get a price cut eventually. So when it's down to like a twenty or something like that, maybe you can give it a shot and pick it up. Yeah, there's a price for everything. You mm-hmm. know, like there's a price that I'm willing to try everything. Speaking of which, the wombat talked me into making that my Christmas present, which is I got a bunch of fucking Lego Dimension shit, because it, yes. it was on clearance <laughs> this week, dude. Like, I got, like, the starter kit and, like, f- like six or seven packs for, like, 50 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'll Good try price. this. Did you play it yet? No, no, it's Christmas present. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's my Christmas present this year, so it'll be under the tree until Christmas. Gotcha. But yeah, I you know I was not willing to jump in on that game at ninety bucks. No way. But fifty for like the game and a bunch of crap with it. I'll try that. Yeah, sure. Uh, to finish his email because we still haven't finished his email. He says puzzles oh, in the yeah. game can be easy but hard, or hard but easy, and a mix of both. For example, you can see a ledge but need Trico. He doesn't want to do it, so ten minutes later he decides to you to and you progress. He decides to, and you progress. Another puzzle, you're scratching your head, and Trico helps point you in the right direction and follow, and it's done right uh, done right away. It works both ways. What made this my game of the year as of right now, I'm still trying to play other games that came out this year, is that all the time you spend with Trico fighting uh, with him and helping him, you build this bond with the animal, and for the duration of the game, you know something heart-wrenching is going to happen to you or him, but you don't know what or when and who. Man, there's a lot of... W's in here. And if it does or doesn't happen, then I'm not going to say anything, but the end of the game and how vague it is uh, was more understandable than Final Fantasy XV's story was. Uh, more emotional, and I might have had tears falling down my face, which only two other games have made me do. I'm not saying if it's from tragedy or happiness, but more from an emotional attachment I had with Trico. This game is not for everyone. I still highly recommend it to everyone, though. Forgive the controls and camera. If you get frustrated, take a break. The story, the bond you build, and the journey is well worth your time. Both these games were well worth the wait all these years, and there's no better time to be a gamer than now. Agreed. P.S. Trico's eyes, man, they're so well done. So much emotion Mm. in them. Yep. Okay. Next email. I'm, I'm glad when I open an email and it's not like 14 paragraphs. <laughs> I love you guys' as long emails, I do, but when, when we get like five of them, it's my voice hurt. Uh, this one comes from Iorcara. It's only five sentences, so it'll be okay. All right, he easy. Says, hey, yo, it's Iorcara. Yes, that's one sentence. Uh, hashtag Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, my Christmas movie is Home Alone 2. Um, two? Not one. Interesting. I'm, I'm a one guy, I guess that's because... Yeah, you know. Both good movies, I uh, like both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need friends for Super Mario Run, so N4G crew and community, please add me. My player ID is 41668304 And therein lies a problem. Now play that back if you remember it. Uh, love you all. 2016 was great. 2017 will be even better. We hope so. Indeed. Uh, Mookie sent us as his top games of the year. We'll read that uh, when we do our show, maybe. We need to talk about that later. 
Let me mark that okay. as unread. Because that's yeah. going to be our show. We're going to do that show. Show, 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 show. Is that the next one? Mm, we'll see. We're not doing a show next week because it's Christmas. We're going to do one on New Year's Day? I don't know. I don't know. Is anybody going to be wasted? <laughs> I don't think I will be. I'm probably going to be working. working. Yeah. Yeah, see? Well, then you guys are all working. We can't really do a show if everybody's working, can you? We'll try to do something at the first week of January is all we can say, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody should be getting their list together because we will do the show in January. So. I'm checking it twice. That's right. Uh, last email comes from Dustin. He says, hey, just wanted to share thoughts about last week that wouldn't fit in tweets. Dishonor 2 is fun, but damn, I'm going for a no-kill, no-alert run and choked out a guy that turned into rats and at the end counted as a kill. Uh, replayed the level, had two kills from sleep darts, and the assholes fell asleep hitting an electric rail track that killed them. <laughs> Three times I played the level. Goddamn frustrating. <laughs> Sounds these, like these, it. these enemies are fucking lemmings, man. They tried to kill themselves constantly, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, you got to be careful, too, because if you put them down next to rats, they'll the rats will eat them and they'll die if they're unconscious. Wow. <laughs> if you knock them that. out too close to the blood flies, the blood flies will kill them. Uh, I'm I'm keeping myself stress free by just doing whatever I feel like. I'll kill who I feel deems worthy and just leave along like you know, random people. That's how it is. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Run is the most polished phone game I've seen. I haven't bought it yet, but maybe over Christmas if I'm bored. Uh, I picked up Battleborn for ten dollars and was playing with friends, and it's been fun. Wish it was easier to unlock characters though. They'll fix that in the next patch because they all unlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should have done that from the very beginning, but yep. they're they're finally getting around to it. Uh, I was browsing the menus and came upon the marketplace, and my god, is that offensive? Uh, they expected this game to be full price and have that many microtransactions. No wonder it failed. Either you make your game free to play, or get rid of the giant middle finger of a marketplace. Uh, I played through Inside, and that's more Limbo, but I prefer Limbo more than this. Oh, interesting. Uh, Great art direction and some interesting things in the story, but I didn't care for the ending or the secret ending. Hmm. Uh, RE7 demo is scary as hell in VR. This demo has already validated my purchase. Uh, They have an extensive list of options for the controls in the game where you can fine-tune it so you don't get queasy. You guys need to check it out. Freaky as hell. I've played the demo many times, but I have not played it in VR because I don't have VR. Star Wars VR is fun. Makes me want a new Rogue Squadron. The space combat is better uh, in Eve Valkyrie, but if they made this into a full-on game, it would be a must-buy. So cool flying around the different Star Wars ships. Uh, played some more Final Fantasy XIV. He says fourteen. Uh, in Towards the End Part of Heaven's Ward. If you want to get into an MMO, that's the one. So much fun. I've preached that for years. It's a beautiful game. Uh, well, that's enough rambling. You guys have a Merry Christmas and Happy Kwanzaa and everything else. Can't wait for your Game of the Year show. I'm going to try to send out a list of my top ten when you do it. Yeah, please do. We should probably include that in our Game of the Year show, right? Just list off some people's other stuff. One of our two Game of the Year shows. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. I'm going to have to do two because there's no fucking way you're going to get everybody in one show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, that podcast would be like six hours long. What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, Twitter was lit up with uh, proving John wrong that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Why, Eva? 
That's a sore loser, Jack. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, that people can have their own opinions. My opinion is the one that matters. <laughs> this man, this thing went on forever. Yeah, so many memes and images and yeah. All right, here we go. Let's move into the actual questions. Uh, Adam says, "Hey Jay, don't have kids if you can't say no. No one needs all the Skylanders. Just tell the kid now." It's it's true, but uh, as you guys know, like kids don't take kindly to being told no a lot of times, nope. and it puts a lot of lot of uh, a lot of pressure on uh, on parents, especially uh, you know disciplining children is is not an easy endeavor at all, especially if you have multiple kids too. Especially uh, if you have a child like mine who can give you the biggest sad face you've ever fucking seen yeah. in your life. <laughs> oh my god! The, the, like I said before, I the reason one of the things is that they put out those things too often. They do too many revisions. It's obviously a blatant and transparent money grabbing schemes that they, they do with these uh, toys to life things all the time. It's overpriced. Uh, a lot of them is limited in quantity, um, so that it's hard to find sometimes. And, um, yeah, it's just a combination of everything that has to do with that. The concept itself is great, but when you add the money-grabbing aspect of it, it just makes it a bad thing. And that's just how it's been exploited, and that's why I wanted to see it gone. And it seems like my uh, my, my wish is coming true. They're, they're all going to be phased out by the next two years or so. <laughs> Hashtag kill toys to life. Yeah. <coughs> Adam is one of the few people who tweeted saying Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. He can, oh. join, he can join the wrong you, camp. That's fine. You sure. go, son. Um, mostly it's these these guys from, from not America, man, that, that are just miserable, and they don't like, they don't like Christmas. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what Christmas is about. Yeah, they don't know what Christmas yeah. is about. It's about fucking Die Hard. What are you talking That's about? That's right. Um, of course, he says, my Christmas movie is Bad Santa. Can't wait for the second one. No comment. I've not even I've not even seen it. I've, you know. It's a uh, it's something. It's Billy yeah. Bob in it. It's Billy Bob yeah. Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yep. yep. Um, Hang on, isn't Jay's favorite handheld his own member? He seems to be stroking it consistently. Wow. Sure, that's great. <laughs> I mean, you you guys don't get to play it, so you know it's kind of like a. I don't. I don't want to play it at all. Ever. I mean, I mean, Ken. I mean, if you ask for it really nicely, I mean, I'll, I'll see what I can do. But you know. no, no, I'm good. No, you're uh, good. I'm okay, kinda, uh, right. I'm good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where that came from. But sure, why not? Okay. Uh, Sean says it's a Christmas movie, just like Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Gremlins is more Christmas than Die Hard. I'll give it that. <laughs> I I don't understand your logic. Uh, Gizmo there, is a Christmas present. There, there, there is no logic in John's argument. That's why Giz- Gizmo is so a Christmas present. Motherfucker! Um, Die Hard takes place during a Christmas party. It does. Is irrelevant. It could also take place during summer. It makes no. No, it, no. It movie. literally could not have taken yes, place. Could. Time. Could, no. could have been. Could have been a, the party to to celebrate a sign, massive sign deal between two corporations, and he could have been invited along. You do not know that. It's not completely set. No. Um, the the tone of the film. No. Nope. Somebody sent set. the perfect image right here. It says there are two types of people in the world: those who think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and those who are wrong. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Uh, Mookie says, I think no dev can make a better Batman presentation in gaming than Rocksteady Games. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, they they put the Batman games on the market, right? I mean, certainly not Telltale. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, he also tweeted about the Dishonored Two's patch, which yep, he's excited about. Yeah. Uh, Henrik says, "Hi, I just have a retro question for you guys. Ever played Gods on SNES? Uh, we had it when we were young, and I just now remembered. I know it was ported to the console originally to the PC. I think." But it, it was where we, my brother and I, played it. Uh, I have not played Gods. Is I, it good? I don't know. I've not played this game. Hmm. Hmm. Have to look it, that up. Interesting. I don't know what that is. Um, Mookie also tweeted and said, Holy smoke, what did I just play? Forza Horizon 3 just blew me away. It's in my top ten for the year now. It's fucking right. That game's good. Nice. Um... <laughs> he says I never would have been as excited if I didn't try Forza Horizon 3 must have it now uh, Jason already left but um, Dustin wants to know if he's going to be on the game of the year show he wants to hear his top four <laughs> top, top, top four, four. Well, yeah the four games he's played <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny that's pretty good yeah it's also absolutely accurate uh, uh, I, I can say that it's going to be Overwatch, Final Fantasy 15, and like two other games probably. Yeah, some 3DS game that he played. Yeah. Super uh, Robot Tyson. <laughs> that's his game of the ever. It's the game of the forever, Drew. Come on. Uh, Dustin wants to know what are some of the under the radar games I should check out before making my top ten for game of the year. Uh, that depends on what games he has played. <laughs> and what platforms he's got, because Tokyo Mirage yeah. Sessions is a must-play. Um, yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions definitely worth playing, but you know me, I, I love my visual novel games. I say Steins Gate, Steins Gate Zero, uh, Zero Time Dilemma, uh, those kind of games, really fantastic. I know Drew's uh, going to holler with me, but Stories, Path of Destiny's motherfucker, and it's free right now. Yeah. Yeah, the game's pretty good. I love that game. Yeah. Also, play Oceanhorn. If you like the Zeldas. If it comes PS Plus, I'll play it. Oh, fuck you. Fucking, you fucking John <laughs> from America. You know you know that's going to be PS Plus eventually. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But no that game has got it, but I haven't yeah, played that it That game is worth every penny that it, that it cost. It's so good. Yeah, zero. It's like a nine-hour condensed Zelda it's beautiful. It's the best Zelda we got this year because we didn't get another Zelda. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Sam says, I only beat 25 games out of my 50 goal this year. Busy-ass year, though. Y'all have any personal goals this year? How'd you do? I quit smoking. Yeah. Congrats, Ken. You, yeah. you stuck with it, too, man. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, congratulations. Really nice. yeah. Yeah. I've not had one in three, four months now. There you go. Nice. And you're you're feeling better, right? Oh, yeah, I feel great, like, outside of when I get a cold. But, yeah, I don't know, I feel great. (laughs) And they've replaced it with Final Fantasy XIV. Yep, pretty much. That and Overwatch, baby. Puff, puff, smoke, baby. Yeah, Overwatch is my new new drug. Mm, That game is slowly creeping up on StarCraft playtime. Well, it's a Blizzard game after all. Yeah. It'll, it'll get there. It'll, it'll surpass it in no time. It surpassed Injustice a couple weeks ago, which I had 150 hours in. 
Damn, that's a lot of hours. And now I hit 106. I hit seven days and some odd hours the other day in Overwatch. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. God damn. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't. I don't personally get goals when I play games. I just kind of play whatever feels good and whatever feel like. Uh, but I'm happy that we broke that review record this year. We're crushing yeah. it, right? Yeah, it's it. Was it three thirty eight, three thirty nine, something like that, or is it higher? Well, I don't remember the number. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I gotta pull it up here. Let me. <laughs> but uh, all, all we can say that we we have the most reviews out this year than we have any other year. Uh, till this point at uh, ZTGD, so that's pretty awesome. We still got some reviews coming out before the end of the year, so you know, still going for it. Yeah, I got two left to write this week. Uh, three if you count Batman, and then you'll be doing. Shantae. I'll do Shantae and Beholder, so that's two more. Uh, well, without Shantae on the list, we're at three fifty six, so she would be three fifty seven if we finish everything that's in the queue. That's awesome. That's so. that's that's. That's more than one game per day. Of, that, of yeah, that, that's crazy. Incredible. Three hundred. Yeah. Oh my god. So more than, and we don't post reviews on the weekend. So there. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Blue Apple Blue is going to round out our tweets. You ready? Sure. Uh, he says, in games with global war mode, like in Freedom Wars or Let It Die, do you select your country or select the winning one? Uh, I think you you select also your states if you're in the U.S. So I just I just go with whatever state I'm in. The thing about it is like it, even if the ones that uh, you uh, like it has more members, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're gonna win either. It depends on that weekly performance on how many people decide to raid and stuff like that. So just just go by whatever feels right and like don't don't try to be like a bandwagon person. Yeah. <laughs> He says, are you fighting for your country in the Let It Die game? Um, I only saw your haters in Floor 1. Are you too scared to take the tower? I haven't even played that game. I've downloaded it. I haven't played it. I played the tutorial, and that's it. I, I got I got a bit into it. I got to Floor 10. But since then, I got other stuff to play. But um, yeah, the way haters work is that they send them after players. So wherever you are, that's where they're going to be. So, yeah. No, I don't know anything about it. Like I said, I played the tutorial, and then I was sitting in the arcade with Uncle Death, and that's where I stopped playing because, fuck it, I don't have time to play all these games. Are you kidding? Yeah, for real. I don't either. I mean, it's a cool game, but you really got to devote some time if you don't want to pay in that game. And I just Yeah, I don't. It, because the thing about Let It Die, I'll say, is that, um, and this is probably the last thing I'll ever say about the game, is that it is a game that you could certainly beat without ever spending money. But the thing about that game is that that game seems like and feels like it's balanced in a way where they want you to use those continues. Oh, yeah. Use that money to beat the bosses. Because the bosses later down uh, get feel completely and utterly unfair. And unless you are just like utterly and just, <laughs> just grinding out every single thing with your plans, getting the best armor and equipment, and getting a ridiculous amount of foods that revive you at certain health after you die... Um, it's, it becomes a very, very difficult process thing. So the fact that it it is a free-to-play game and they have that allure, you know, of balancing the game in such a way that they want to make you spend more money, just like how arcade games were designed to be very difficult because they were supposed to eat your coins, right? So it, it follows the same logic. Even if it doesn't follow 
that line or if they don't go out of their way to be malicious about that kind of stuff, it opens up the gateway. It opens up the way because they have the microtransactions. You always have that at the back of your mind that they could be doing that. And that, for me, just really kind of ruins the experience quite a bit for me. And I don't, I don't like that at all. Hey. I wish it was like a $40, $50 game that I could have just bought it and have any of this microtransactions. I would have really liked it a lot more. So what would the Wombat say about that? What would the Wombat say? Do you not remember? Yeah, give me that money. Oh. Give me that money, boy. <laughs> there I was you go. Sure what you were going <laughs> uh, Christmas. I, needed I wasn't to, quite sure where you were going there. I needed to bring it back. As soon as he I was tell like, you what, though. You better give me that money, <laughs> like, boy, because I need that. I need to hold that paper, son. <laughs> so you better kick that money over to me, boy, so I can get that money, boy. <laughs> Is that Suda 51? Is that what it sounds like? No, no. It's, it's an old... Joe. Man, I don't know about no joke. suit of 51, boy, but I got that suit of fed in my cup, son. <laughs> <laughs> that purple stuff, get that money. You got some of that purple drink? That's what I want, boy. <laughs> the more money I get, the more purple drink I get. That's right, that's right, yes. It sounds vaguely racist somehow, uh, but I'm not sure no, how. Not, not at all my intention. No. <laughs> That's a beautiful, beautiful bring it back for Christmas, baby. Okay. We need an announcer guy back eventually. Oh, man. You need to bring him back from the dead. Oh, God. Find a good reason to. I'll give you some fucking doubloons. (laughs) 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 How many doubloons are counterfeit? There you go. I won't be tricked again. That's all you need is the, the Evangelion, and you got the trifecta. What are you talking about? <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh man, if you want We have the dumbest jokes ever. We have the best jokes ever, true. Ryan has so many more alter egos than I gave him credit for. He has oh, a yeah. lot. You they... should go back and yeah. listen to like an old school yeah. sometime show, yeah. The announcer guy used to do the, the news segment. Not now. <laughs> It's been a long time. You can hear it. That yeah, you can hear it in the uh, song. You can hear it in the song. Yep. And now. <laughs> News for Gamers Internet Style Radio Program. <laughs> News for Gamers Internet Style Radio Program proudly presents Killer Wolverine's Weekly Dirt. <laughs> yeah, that was what it was called. <laughs> Brought to you uh, by... Back- Back when Killer he did Wolverine's something. not on the show anymore. Oh, man, the, the, the stuff that used to come up of being brought to you by was my favorite part of that. Like, every week. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, man, that's back when we had energy and didn't have kids that siphoned it all out of us. That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, but anyway, if you want to shoot us an email, you can send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. And follow us on the Twitter at N4G Podcast. You can follow everybody individually. Jay is at Botterside J. Drew is at DML Fury. John is at John W UK. Ryan is at R Womble. Jason, who left anyway, is at Gambus Con. Uh, you can follow me on the site at ZTGD. Uh, also, Phoenix Down, Don Gunrampa. This week, right. you guys gonna finish that for 2017 or? That's a big question. I don't know. Because uh, um... no, you can't. I don't think you can. Can you? Yeah, you can we do can, two more episodes. We can, we can do two, but it's going to be rough. We, we could try it. 
Yeah. That's up yeah, to you. It don't matter. We'll, we'll iron it out whenever we're recording next week, and yeah. uh, we'll figure it out then. All right. What's the first game of 2017? I don't know. I don't Mass know Effect no, yeah. you, you know, I've, I've been talking to Matt about that. We may actually just do Mass Effect 2. Hell yeah. There you go. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, man, but that is it. That is the last show for 2016. So as so many people have said in the emails and the tweets and everything else, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, just celebrate it safely mm-hmm. with your family. Have a good time. Drink some alcohol on December 31st, but stay home. Eat some turkey. Eat some turkey on Christmas. Get some presents. Turkey yeah. on Christmas is a thing? Yeah. That oh, is yeah. in the UK, yeah. We're white, Oh, here Jay. too. We eat turkey Wait. for our meal. Oh, that's, that's, that's a lot of work, man. Turkey's hard to prepare. It's uh, so good, though. I prefer chicken. Chicken over turkey. I'm kind of turkey special. Only have it once a year because it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's sure. so it's 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 the the whole what it stands for kind of thing. Time with your family, sitting around a big old table, tucking in. That's kind of the best bit. Really, you only have it once a year. You don't have like turkey outside of Thanksgiving. Or no, I see. Generally, it's Easter and and Christmas. Uh, <laughs> turkey's generally eaten. But uh, I mean, Christ, I'd say you could probably buy at any point of the year and they sell it in slices, but the amount of turkey in those things is probably yeah, slim it's, to none. I mean, I eat a lot of turkey, but I don't eat like a like a full bird, except maybe two or three times a year. You know, yeah. like I'll get turkey sandwiches almost weekly. But... I'm looking forward to trifle. I haven't had trifle in, well, since last Christmas. Yeah, what the f- I you, love you trifling bitch? What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what's, a, what's a trifle? I don't know. I actually oh, don't know uh, what it is. Oh, <laughs> trifling bitch. That's a dessert, right? It's a, I it's thought it was a truffle. It, no, trifle. <clears throat> it's a trifling matter. Um, it's basically a dessert. It is uh, jelly or jello. You guys are called jello. Um, sometimes it's full of fruit. Sometimes it's sponge. <laughs> you then have a layer of custard and cream and fruit, and it's marvellous. Do you okay. put any pills on it when you mix it with the jello pudding? The jello. The jello pudding. <laughs> I'm not a massive Christmas pudding fan because I remember overeating that when I was a child and being it very ill, so I kind of avoided <laughs> it since. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of the trifle stuff I like. For trifle and batch. I can't not say that anytime you say trifle. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Bill Cosby's Jello Drink. Don't drink it. <laughs> don't drink it. So don't drink it if you want to keep your asshole pocket. What? What? So, so we had Gambus on, and he still can't. He can't do it. See, I, I told you that's why I got to sample that shit. I, just, yeah, you you need to get him in a room. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a New Year's resolution right there. Sample that shit. Yeah, we need to we need to get him in a room. Do about thirty different takes of it, so it feels <laughs> like he's always here. Yeah, do a different theme like Christmas. We'd have a, a Christmas turkey. Yeah, fall fancy, fall fancy clucking. Oh, but that's it. That's the show. Have have a good rest of the 2016. We'll see you in 2017. We'll tell you our favorite games of 2016, which you can disagree with all day long. We don't care. <laughs> Those are our games. But that's it. Let's see if anybody has anything else. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry motherfucking Christmas and have a fucked up New Year.
That way, fucked up New Year. Yeah. You never heard that song by Easy E? No. Okay.